0: about board games. Oh. 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 We're going to talk about board games. You have just become haunted by Talk About Board Games episode 18. Invading your nightmares will be game stores in Denver, a convention known as Crypticon and the final words on the dice-chucking game Elder Sign. We're going to talk about board games. Board games. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh. <laughs> board games I am Fred and this is
1: Nicole
0: and we have to warn you those of you listening that once this information enters your mind you can never forget it now
1: what was that no, I'm just <clears throat> <kidding.
0: laughs> now this is a big show this week and i think we should get right to it don't you sure all right we like to game with so this is what we say. When the chips were gone and the sun came up, hey, let's see what God All right, this week we actually got quite a few lighter games to the yeah. table, didn't we? Yeah, we've
1: been doing a lot more lighter games yeah. lately.
0: Trying to, but we've been doing in the background. We've been doing lots of big games, sort of. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> so uh, first game we did was we played a game called Whitewater. Now this is a game that we picked up, and it was like a. Uh,
1: it was a Target clearance yeah. game.
0: It was a Target clearance game, and you got it, for, I don't even know how much. It was like
1: 10 bucks.
0: This is like one of those, It was who makes it? I don't even know.
1: I don't know. It's upstairs. Yeah. Why didn't you bring it down?
0: Because I don't need to. Do you know
1: who it's by? Who <laughs> no. did it? Well, then there no. you go.
0: All right. So uh, anyways, we don't know who made this. It's not a new game. It's like one of oh, those kind like of classic really games that shows up. Like every once in a while, Target will get this collection of games that is like kind of their hobby games but they're like, you know, the decade old hog, hobby games that, you know,
1: I don't know. They're like all right. A classic. Right. Except that you've never heard of it.
0: <clears throat> right. <laughs> well, Whitewater is uh it's it's a river rafting racing game. Yeah. And it kind of uh, I don't was there more than one map? I think there was.
1: It was a uh, you can put the map together. Mm-hmm. So it had different tiles Yeah. and you had to match up like there were little dots on them and you matched up yeah. the dots to so that the water would all go the same way. Right. So you
0: have a couple of different Different map configurations you that you could several,
1: have. Yeah, and you can make it a longer map. You can make yeah. it a shorter map. So. And we
0: just did a big S curve. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was it was pretty fun. It wasn't too bad. It was a nice light diversion game. How? I mean, I don't think we took. Did we take forty five minutes with it?
1: I think it might have been. Yeah. It's it's one of those games too that that uh you know just because you're pl- you're playing to win yourself you're having to depend on the other people playing. As well,
2: because
1: mm-hmm. there's basically there were four of us playing. There were four different rafts on the board, yeah. And I controlled two of them. I did like, you know, red and yellow. You did yeah. like yellow and blue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Brianna did yellow and green, and then Matt did green and blue or whatever color. Yeah, that was were. that
0: was the fun part of this game is mm-hmm. that it forces you into these teams with two other players on the table. We played four players, so mm-hmm. I, you know, we had all these mixed up teams. So you're sort of rooting for this person, but only if it rewards you and you're rooting against them over here. It was actually really neat.
1: It was, Yeah, it's a cool mechanic. I like that about it. And, uh, you know, I was reading in the rule book, there is an actual two-player variant that's not like, make a fake player. No, it's just that instead of having, you know, two teams, the two different colors, you'll have three different colors that you're betting on. Yeah. Um, And then there's awards or there's uh, when you win the race you're getting given first place, second place, third place, fourth place and you get points based on that. Yeah, bonuses. So, if the red team gets first place, they get, you know, four points or whatever mm-hmm. the point system was. I can't remember that part. Um, so if you won first and second, you're pretty much going to be the winner. Uh if that was your boat configuration, like if you were the one rooting for the, both the red and the yellow. Mm-hmm. But you also got to put more points on one than the other. Since you had two different colors that right. you're controlling, you'd say, well, I think this guy's going to win. And if mm-hmm. you are correct, then you get double the points for right. that win. Mm-hmm. And if you're incorrect, if the other one came in first, then you just get standard Points given for them having won the race. Mm-hmm. Did that make sense?
0: Yeah, Yay. and this game, <laughs> this game looks a lot like Formula Day. It has like sort of like you know, if you're on the outside of a curve, you're doing more spaces than if you're on the inside. But this game seems to put all of the obstacles that slow you down on the inside. So it seems like every time I would Depending do like a big map. corner. I would, I would have the option of going way to the outside and only taking a little bit of risk, in, but, you know, taking on more spaces or going right through the middle. And if I went through the middle, there was that slight chance that I might just blaze past you, you know? Yeah. Which worked out in some people's favors here and there. Sometimes it ended up in a big traffic jam
2: because,
0: mm-hmm. uh, obviously, you bump into each other and stuff like that. <clears throat> you can't just boat right over on top of each other. No. And uh, <clears throat> there was dice.
1: There are dice.
0: And these dice have uh, different symbols on them. They're pretty easy to kind of remember. And I think they had a little chart that told you what they did. But they did stuff like one of the symbols, S, you know, they had two different levels or three different levels of, of difficulty on the dice. Mm-hmm. And what it meant is like this this one, oh, well, it just spun you 90 degrees, whereas this dice can spin you 180 degrees and this last die can capsize you. Right. And on each die, they have like the possibility for it to upgrade to the next harder die. Right. Which kind of, you know, makes it so even the smallest rapid could potentially capsize you. It's just not likely. Right. Uh, and, of course, you know, when you turn around, you can you can back up your raft, but going forward is faster because backing up is, you can only do one space of that per turn or something like that, where you can go forward two spaces per raft. Right.
1: And, but if you got completely <clears> turned around, sometimes going backwards was in your benefit because yeah. some of the spaces on the board would have an arrow on it. So mm-hmm. by moving into that space, it was automatically going to turn your your, bow, your raft uh However far, anyway. Yeah. So there was now, a bit of strategy involved with that.
0: Now there is, honestly, despite the fact that you can see the board and you got you kind of were working together, there's a lot of luck involved in this game. Well, there's always
1: <laughs> luck involved with dice. Yeah. That's just a fact.
0: <clears throat> but this is the good thing about this is it does feel pretty, like a pretty fun river raft race and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you know the modular tiles being able to make different rivers makes it pretty cool. Now in our game, I lost to Brianna. Yeah, I didn't like that.
1: I love how you say you lost to Brianna. We all did.
0: No, I did more than you.
1: Right, she's okay. my rival.
0: Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you give this like a, a rating? What would just throw a rating on it? Why not?
1: No, I'd give it probably a three. Would you? Yeah, I three mean, out it's, five? it's a it's a light game, but it's easy to teach. It's not something I'm going to bring out every time that yeah. we have people over. But you know, I would take it to your parents for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and and play there.
0: Definitely or... a filler game. Yeah. So, considering that it's a filler game, what would you what would you rate it? Not not like every board game ever made, but just just like this is a game As I a, play with my parents. Or if I'm like
1: only that. rating filler games, yeah. on a scale of one to five for yeah. filler only, yeah. I'd give it probably a four then. Yeah. For just filler. Yeah.
0: I think I would give it a three even as a filler.
1: Well, then why do you even prompt me?
0: I just wonder what you think about it.
1: I mean, as strictly a filler, I think it was... Well, especially considering I'm cheap and I got it for like 10 bucks. That's huge. Yeah. You know, if I'd have spent 30 bucks on it, I might be a little more, you know... Well, for $10, it's
0: absolutely worth it. Oh,
1: totally worth it.
0: But I I don't even know if they have them on clearance at Target anymore. Those things kind of come and go quick.
1: Yeah, but it might be one that you could see online on Amazon or something like that for a cheaper price, too. And I would say I would, if I were going to give it a price point of max that I'd be willing to spend on it. I mean, Mm -hmm. if I have a lot of opportunities to spend uh, on filler games, Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably go up to 20 on it. Well, but considering you and I don't always have that, I, I, my 10 I was real happy with.
0: The reason I would give it a 3 is because there is not much strategic decision on any given turn other than risk. Like, is it worth the risk or not? Is the only decision you'll ever make and it's really obvious what you're going to do next. And you are at the mercy of the dice, so you just kind of go with it and, and understand that there's a good chance that I'm going to come in in the first place in the last corner and get passed by two people because I get spun around the wrong way on the die.
1: There's a certain amount of strategy, though, because, like, if I know that by moving the red boat it's going to help you and you're already going to win like you usually do, I didn't then win. I might do something <laughs> to hurt the red boat, even yeah. though I'm betting on it as well. Because what if it was the boat that I was betting wasn't going to win anyway? Yeah. So it's not going to hurt me that badly to to capsize that boat or whatever. So I just don't think we played mean on it. If we it, You could play mean a little bit yeah. and give it a little <clears throat> more strategy. But then again, that kind of goes against the filler game, you know. I, I, we're usually not mean, yeah, to the people we're playing the filler games with.
0: Well, ultimately, not not a game I'm probably going to go to as the filler game that I pick. But if somebody else says, "Oh, what about that whitewater game?" I would I'll totally be totally pick it glad up. to play it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, there's that.
0: Uh, the next game we played is a game that I got mad for uh when did I get that for him? I
1: think it was like last Christmas. I think
0: it was Christmas, yeah. I think so. And this is this is because Matt loves the television show and I got him the Archer game.
1: Matt mm-hmm. has a tendency to really like TV shows, so we'll get him TV related or movie related yeah. things to go with it. A, a game specifically mm-hmm. and so we we've ended up getting him Dexter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got him Lost, which was mm-hmm. terrible. Um well, Archer, so now Archer,
0: if people don't know what Archer is, it's a spy television show that's it's an animation it's a cartoon, and it's very it's not, adult themed. Yeah, not so, for kids. Uh, this game, we, we knew it was going to be a mature game and yeah. it was. Yeah. It, it adds some mature themes to it. Um, this is a card drawing game and you're trying to you secretly choose what location from a random stack of locations that come up, which there weren't very many in the box. No, I think you're you're going to run out of steam on that randomizing pretty quick. Yeah, but you pick a random location. Is if you're the only player that goes there that that turn, then you get the secret of, like the ability of whatever that location is, like an extra card, or you get to go first, or whatever. Right. And then uh, if you have somebody else go there, you had to roll a die, and whoever rolled highest or something like that. What was it Was the deal? No, you would no. if you were the first person who went there in the turn order, you got to do the location power but the second person got to roll a die and if they rolled a 5 or a 6 or something like that or 4, 5 or 6 they got an extra card it was weird
1: i think just the first person there <clears throat> got something and everybody No, else you got- still
0: rolled a die. You still rolled a die and you would draw some other well, I card. I think
1: everybody did that though.
0: This has been a few weeks. Not necessarily. This has been like
1: a month. This has been like a month ago that we played this, so apologies.
0: You start on this scoring track, but you're you're, you're trying to score points. And there is a finish line to this scoring track. It's like 20 points or something better, 30 points. Yeah. And you start at 10 because you can lose points. Right. And we played through like the first two turns of the game, and you were at like 26 points or something like that, or 25 points.
1: Yeah, it was ridiculous. And Matt and I
0: were still sitting on 10.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and we were like, like going backwards.
0: Well, and we were like, is this game just absolutely ridiculous? It turns out, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is because <clears throat> this is what's funny is that the next thing that happens is I pull into the lead and win the game. Matt only gets three points during the whole game. You stay right at 25 the rest of the game and I, I win with 30 points. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I was doing particularly well either. I was just getting very, very lucky.
1: It is a very, very luck. There's no strategy to that game. Everything about it is either luck of the roll Mm -hmm. or uh, luck of the card that you draw.
0: Now, the thing is, okay, so we've we've got an extremely lucky game, and this is another filler. This takes even less time than Whitewater. This took like maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so this is just a filler, and it's probably just a kind of I would say I would say up front if you don't like Archer You're don't not, buy this game. Don't
1: buy the game. It yeah. is
0: not a good game on its own two legs.
1: The I think the only things about it that I mean if you are a fan it had a lot of the punchlines and that was kind of fun. Yeah. But other than that.
0: Well yeah, see then there's there's certain cards cuz each player gets their own player's deck and it contains all like a, a bunch of little quotes from that player. So that's the only real theme implementation in the game that I could tell. Yeah. Cuz other than that you're going on missions, quote missions, and all they are is like steal a boat, roll this die, you know, roll this check, and then you got to kind of choose which one you wanted, and you pass the other two cuz you get three mission cards uh-huh. and you would choose the one that that, you know, gives and you and you
1: roll high enough you complete it.
0: Yeah, and Yay. you you get a certain number of dice in this in these three or four different skill types. And each, each mission, you know, caters to a certain skill. Well,
1: what and was if like, you do
0: one that wasn't your skill, you got a bigger reward. Yeah. That wasn't your specialty.
1: Who was your character that you played? <clears> I played Pam. Pam, yeah. See, she's yeah. like the funniest person on that
0: Absolutely. show. Pam, Pam's the star of the show to me. So
1: I'm pretty certain that if, you, if we hadn't played with her, there wouldn't have been as many funny jokes anyway, which yeah. would have made it less... Appealing. Yeah, I
0: laughed when I would pull Pam quotes out. Whenever you guys would pull like Archer quotes out, I'd be like, eh, Uh yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's the only way that I can tell the themes really implemented, you know, at all in this game. Mm -hmm. So it's not even that good a theme game. I'd say it's good for a couple plays, maybe per Archer fan. You know,
1: (laughs) I don't know. I I, I didn't have a bad time playing it, but I had a little bit higher expectations.
0: But how good a time will you have in two more times playing?
1: Well, once I know all the quotes, probably not as much. Yeah. So it's the discovery in it that makes it kind of fun. But again, only if you're either at least familiar with the show or a fan of that type of humor.
0: Yeah, I would say only by this if you're a huge Archer fan and you have a bunch of huge Archer fans and you all want to say say quotes from the show to each other around a game that that barely is there.
1: (laughs) Or if you're just a fan of that type of humor, because I still have fun and I don't watch Archer that much.
0: Yeah. All right, well, there you go. That's Archer. Uh, we'd also played a game that I got for my birthday from Matt and Brianna, which was very nice. They got me Ultimate Warriors. And and this is a game uh, that's actually really neat. You, uh, you build the arena of this game out of the box by taking the box bottom, putting it back in the box top, and you put these little pillared... Kind of looking walls into the in, in between the lid,
1: like little cardboard and the, inserts. And
0: the lid and the top by turning the box over and putting them in those little gaps, and you build this arena with the bottom of the box. Right, and then you place these these standees into the re- the arena, and you proceed to have monster battles. Your little
1: versus each character other. standees, yeah.
0: Now this was fun. It
2: was.
1: It it's was it's fun.
0: it's a okay. This is just up front. This is very light. So I mean, you you each have a character. And they are represented by a standee in this little arena. The arena only has like 10 spaces to it or something like that, anyways. No, it's it's eight. It's eight spaces because there's eight characters in the game. Yeah. Uh, You can play up to eight players, obviously. And you get a deck of cards that's like numbered, I think, uh, one through nine or something like that. I thought it was or like one through two eight.
1: through... One through eight, something like that, yeah. Yeah,
0: and the higher the number... Every turn you're going to play one of these cards, and the higher the number on the card, th- that becomes the initiative order. It goes from high to low. Right. So if you play an eight, you get to go first, but then if someone else plays an eight, you go by the size of your character, and usually the size relates to how much damage they do on a single attack, and... Uh, how likely they are to or how many hit points they have. Usually they have more as well. Mm-hmm. And so you got really big dragon, you got a tree guy, you got, you know, all the way down to like this little, you know, tiny goblin guy. And it was I mean it's kind of fun though cuz you're playing these cards out and you're like, is this goblin guy going to survive in this arena? Now, here's the thing. You're you're playing cards to establish when you attack mm-hmm. when and the attack is based on either melee or ranged. Ranged right. goes all the way across the arena. It's just if it goes more than one space away from wherever you're shooting at, then you it, you take like minus to the damage or minus to your to your potential damage roll by one or something <laughs> like that. And uh, you just roll a die and you're trying to score a certain amount of points. The point you're trying to score is whatever the current armor value is of the last card they played. So whatever the last move they made, that's how much you, you know your target score is, and it's it's a score from you know one to six. I think I don't I don't even know if there was a one. But anyways... I do there was a one. Yeah, it's, it's probably like two to six. So so everybody has a chance of not being hit on any kind of roll at, at any one time. So all you're trying to do is equal or, or exceed that number, and then you hit them for a point of damage, and they give you one of their little hearts that you collect as a point for at the end of the game. And at the end of the game, not necessarily all the people are going to survive or not survive. You know, there might be some knocked out and some still in. If there's more than one still standing at the end of it, you count up these heart points. And and tell who wins. Right. Now, every attack you have has, like, a certain movement ability on it, possibly. Sometimes you don't move. Sometimes you do. You know, sometimes, you know, it does more damage. Sometimes it uh, does—you have a couple—everybody has a couple of special power cards as well that do, like, their own little super ability. Like, if you move three spaces this turn, you do three extra points of damage, you know, when you hit this person with this.
1: But once you've used that card, Mm -hmm. then you don't get to use it again. Right. So out of your eight cards that you have, there's only seven actual turns. Mm -hmm. You're going to use one of these eight cards every single turn except the last card's going to go away and never be used. Yeah. So if you use it now, you better not need it later. You're not going to have it later.
0: Yeah. Now, this is the thing that's funny about this game that I didn't really think about. While I'm playing the game, I was playing this Minotaur character who's like a mid-range, like... One of the tougher mid-range guys. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> and at some point, everybody at the table just looks at me and sees how many points I had collected because I was doing a pretty good job of, of playing the right card at the right time to do the most damage.
2: Right.
0: And they look over and they see how much points I, I have and they look at everybody else and they see how, how little points everybody else has because I'm, I'm probably superseding everyone by about four points at the table and they all just gang up on me and take me out immediately. Of course. So this game there's another if you're element there out, you've you got you can't win. You can't take too big a lead at any one time. And sometimes you should probably play defensively where you just kind of maneuver away and not tax someone just because if you go over this certain amount of points over,
2: mm-hmm.
1: everyone's just
0: going to gang up on you and just, you know, mob you out of it.
1: <laughs> See, I think that part of it was my favorite part of the game. Yeah. Was because, you know, somebody can be doing exceedingly well, and you can still end up coming from behind and winning just by taking them out.
0: So you guys blew me out of the water during a game of this. (laughs) Just completely annihilated me.
1: But then at that point, Matt and I were so far behind, we couldn't get against... Because Brianna won. So, again, Brianna and the wins.
0: Well, the two Um, of you should have ganged up on Brianna right after me.
1: Yeah, but it was so far into the game at that point that we weren't really... We weren't getting it well yeah, enough at that point to obviously, realize, okay, let's take out Fred, and then let's take out Brianna. We didn't have enough yeah, time Yeah, because left.
0: your limited card hand you have is the end of the game. Yeah. When you run out of cards, the game's That's, over.
1: Well, no, you still have the one card left that you don't even get to play. Yeah. So it's it's seven rounds. Yeah. That's that, it. And a, we figured a out... There's a timer on this. Yeah, we figured out to take you out probably, like, what, round five? Yeah. So we had like two rounds left to take out Brianna, and that just isn't gonna happen. I was the
0: only one tough enough to take out Brianna.
1: Exactly, and then you were dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was my favorite part of the game.
0: Is it that yeah, there's, it's, there's it's a kind of an point equalizer. Struggle. There's yeah. a point struggle in there And that,
1: that's really that's really what, interesting. That's
0: what evens out this this really heavy burn of dice that, that you know, exists in this game because it yeah. is pretty heavy duty.
1: Now my big complaint about this game though. Where those powers were so confusing the way that they were worded on the card you had to get into the book even with even once you, you'd read that power three times in the book and then you'd look at this little cheat graph on your on your card yeah and you're still just going i have no idea what this means <laughs> it was it was mind-numbingly awful mm-hmm. i hated that part of it I wish there were better explanations yeah. on the cards of the powers. And then even once you uh, kind of get it figured out and go to the book, yeah. it still wasn't a very good explanation of yeah, how the of course, power worked.
0: Of course, they don't put that on the back of the book. They put it like right in the middle of the book, didn't yeah. they? Which
1: yeah. Which is another one and of And it was still just a, a poor explanation. <laughs>
0: So the special
1: powers. So everything else about the game, we all yeah. kind of got. We were doing good. But those special powers, yeah. man. Ugh. So
0: get on BoardGameGeek and print out a couple of power hint sheets or something for the table. Yeah. And it'll work out better. That but this is help. this is a fine light game. I would actually reach for this before I reached for Whitewater.
2: <laughs>
1: mm, I don't know. I'd still probably go for Whitewater. Oh, or, my goodness. <laughs> well, depending on the group. I mean, if we're playing with your parents, then Whitewater. If we're playing with, you know, I don't know they bo- they're different they're both completely different
0: so no. okay all right well uh, one last game we did is uh, I think yeah one last game yeah. we did uh, we we've played we've talked about that we've played cards against humanity on this show mm-hmm. and we've talked about how we have a pretty good time with it but it's starting to kind of you know lose its its edge and that there's like the the only problem with it is that you have to keep getting expansions and at this point I've got like a 400 card game and I don't really want 500 cards right. And so it's kind of. So we of, just it, don't play it, hardly, yeah. It's, unless it's, somebody requests it. Yeah, we've really kind of slowed down on how much we play that, right? Because of course, initially we were playing it as much as we could, you know, for an hour or two at a time, and now we've started to see the same jokes pop up. We see, you know that. Certain lines are always going to be completed, you know, certain setups are always going to be completed with this punchline. And we finally got a chance to play the game that sort of started this kind of genre well, of Mad Lib card game.
1: A variation of it, at least. Yeah,
0: but we played a variation of Apples to Apples called Sour Apples, which, I mean, honestly.
1: It's the same
0: <laughs> It's the same Apples same to Apples, okay. Yeah. And uh, you, know, you have a little... Clear. Yeah, you have like a little, it's it's kind of novel looking. It's a little <laughs> apple with a push-button top that spins a little rotary spinner that looks like the wheel from uh, Price is Right inside mini, of it. A
1: little tiny mini version, maybe. Yeah,
0: and then there's a little window on the side of it, and you click it, and it's whatever it stops on is what the negative penalty you have for being the... The least picked, right. the least like the answer that the person, the judge wanted.
1: Right. So there's a there's a winner <laughs> who had the best answer, yeah. and then there's a loser that had the worst answer. Yeah. The worst one has to spin the spinner and yeah. so the consequences. So. That's
0: the big difference is that in the in the traditional apple to apples or cards against humanity, a judge just picks a winner
2: and that's
1: it.
0: And this one, they pick a winner and and a loser. Yeah, which so. is usually me. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah, you lost just, a lot of rounds.
1: I wasn't funny that day, not, yeah. not at all, and I had really bad cards.
0: Now, something I noticed is I was, you and I were always worried that maybe this, this wouldn't really appeal to any kind of like adult sensibilities, maybe it wouldn't be as funny, but I was surprised because we actually laughed quite a bit at this game.
1: <laughs> let's, let's rephrase that, not adult, but like adult themed mm-hmm. sensibilities, Yeah, not like adults in general.
0: Yeah, <laughs> by by dropping the mature themes, we, we we thought maybe it wouldn't be as funny we, or as entertaining. Yeah, but we're, I'm we're tell entertained
1: you. by toilet humor. We apologize totally. to those of you who are not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not ashamed of that. Whatever. <laughs> we include a
1: lot of poop jokes in our <clears throat> podcast. So.
0: Yeah, and so I, I got to say, I actually was surprised. We laughed a bit, quite a bit.
1: We did. Yeah, it wasn't too
0: bad. And I'm not. I'm probably not breaking any new ground here with people's understanding with of apples to apples. Like it was a game like five years ago phenomenon. But kind of people,
1: thing, but. Uh, in case somebody hasn't played it, <clears throat> you have a word. And you're supposed to give that word to the people, you're the judge, Mm -hmm. you give that word out to the other people, they pick a card out of their hand that best goes with that word. Is it just
0: adjectives and nouns?
1: I think, I don't know. I didn't study the cards that well.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I just know that they have like something, and they would say something like, stinky. Stinky. That Mm -hmm. would be something they put Stinky on the table, and you would look in your hand of cards, and you'd pick out, you know, something... Justin Bieber. Nicki Minaj.
1: (laughs) There you go. And Fred would win.
2: (laughs) I know.
0: I think I would win the Stinky contest between those two. Uh, But I would say... This is what's funny about this, is I would say, because it's not so much of a setup, that this game has more replayability than Cards Against Humanity. Like, quite a bit.
1: Yeah. You You wouldn't need as many cards, because... You know, unless you just wanted more. If they have, I don't even know if they have expansions for that one, but you could probably put it in with your regular apples to apples Mm -hmm. as well. So.
0: Yeah. But I I actually had a pretty good time with this. And while I'm not going to just run out and get it.
1: Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, if I saw mm -hmm. apples to apples for sale, you know, for $5 or something, I would certainly pick it up. Yeah. Same thing with the sour apples. Yeah. Just to kind of have a variant, which it, you know, it was kind of fun. We Mm -hmm. had a good time.
0: Yep, real simple game. Just a good
1: palate cleanser in between games. Knocked it out. I think I won that game. I think you did. See, I did. You won a lot that day. I did not. Well, you and Brianna. Oh. (laughs) Did I win anything? I don't even think so. You did. Oh, we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay.
1: I won Machi Koro. Fred hates Machi Koro. Fred quit playing Machi Koro in the middle of the game.
0: After invited to.
1: No, you're just... It was awful. It this was is, awful. We're not going to get into we're, it. Cause oh. It's a
0: forever fight. It's, it's a forever this fight. This brings us back into the: Is it okay to concede a game? No. And, and I say yes. No. And we'll never agree on it. No. This it is a forever will, uh, fight, so forever we're not going to get into it. But that's <laughs> that's the games we got played for this episode, and uh, now this uh, week, let's just get right to our playthrough. Because quick, yeah. Whoa! Because okay. this week uh, we we played a dice game that with a horror theme. Because this is the month of October. We're doing horror-themed games all the way through the whole month.
1: That's the new intro that we had at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah, we did have a new one. I know. You didn't (laughs) even pay attention.
0: That's right. Uh, But this week, uh, in, in, in honor of the horror game we played, we also did something else. So let's find out what about that. All these games happen. Alright, for our horror theme game this week, we're going to talk to you because we went to a horror convention.
2: Yes.
1: This
0: is a horror convention that's held at the end of August. Uh, I don't know how many of them they've done now.
1: I don't know. We I didn't, have no idea. We got invited last year, but we didn't go. Yeah,
0: but this is, uh, this is a convention called Crypticon. Right. And, this, and a horror theme convention, like, okay, like a board game convention, as you walk in there, there's a bunch of board game companies selling board games to you. A horror theme convention is just like this guy might be selling his book about, you know, with a horror theme. This might be an actor from a videos. movie selling, you know,
2: yeah.
0: selling, selling signatures and photos. This is some guy who might make his own movies and he's selling his movies. Mm-hmm. This guy might be selling everybody else's movies, you so know. There was
1: a girl selling <clears taxidermy. <clears
0: <throat> There's, yeah, there's like a, a tattoo the place there. The squirrels with
1: <laughs> the little princess hats on them and that stuff.
0: That was weird.
1: <laughs> it was kind of cute.
0: <laughs> poor little
1: dead creatures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> that was weird. Because I think when you, you asked that lady... If she, I, uh, if she got them from roadkill. And she said, yeah, most of them are from roadkill. Yeah. Well, most at first of I, them.
1: I asked her, I was like, so how do you get your animals for this project? And she acted like I was going to attack her and throw paint on her or something. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just genuinely curious. That's when
0: I put the paint away.
1: <laughs> and she did say that it was like roadkill or, you know, like her friend's dog got a hold of a bunny. And yeah. So anyhow, you can go from there.
0: It was pretty funny stuff. But she
1: made little... It was just their little heads creepy. mostly, you yeah. know. Um, but they were dressed up in little princess. Yeah, like the outfits head of a squirrel a with a little
0: with a little princess crown. Uh huh. And it's just it was ridiculous.
1: It was in <laughs> in little cages, some of them. Pretty expensive and too. They were yeah, they were a little pricey. <clears throat>
0: Speaking of expensive, uh I think the convention itself for the size of it was a bit pricey.
1: Well, yeah. There was quite a bit to do, but it, most of the actors and actresses that were there, yeah. you still had to pay to you know, take yeah. their pic- take your picture, get autographs and we or anything. Spent,
0: I think it was thirty five. It was bucks like thirty
1: five bucks each, each
0: to go to this, and
1: we just went for the one day. You could have spent more <laughs> and gone for the two or three days that they yeah. were doing it. Which, good grief, no.
0: Now this this was held at what I think is probably you know just an old rundown hotel at this point.
2: Yeah, it was it's kind been of...
0: rebranded like three times. That there was a definite heavy mildew smell in the air the whole time we were there. Yeah. And it's just, so so being that it was at this really dumpy venue kind of that they probably down. didn't pay too, too much to have, and then they charged $35 a head for me to be there, it's kind of like, how much appearance fee did you spend on all these people? You know? I don't
2: know. They must have
0: spent a lot. Now, we went with Angela, who uh-huh. people might still remember from Agents of Smirsh episode and Sons of Anarchy episode. Where
1: she beat your book. <clears throat>
0: oh, man, I know.
1: Except that we beat her in the end. But...
0: She beat your butt. <laughs> she whipped me in the middle of the game. <laughs> the uh, But so we met her there. She just met us up there. Um, and she's into this horror stuff just like we are. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> one thing that I, I will point out is that when I'm checking in, of course, I registered online. Even though against all my, all my uh, Comic-Con experience, we registered online. And I went up to the front and he had to go through my name list. And this being a horror convention, of course, realized that my name was Fred Krueger right off the bat. Right. So... <laughs> So I think that was his thrill of the I think, day. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure he thought we were making it up. <clears throat> yeah. So, but no, no, not, not at all.
0: Now, let me just get this off the table right now, just because people might going, what, what does this have to do with board games? Almost nothing. Because honestly, there was like <laughs> one guy who had board <laughs> games there at all.
1: <laughs> there, was a, there was a board game there? I don't even remember seeing I it. I can't
0: remember what it was, but it was something just schlocky and old, you know, some sort of crappy themed game.
1: I don't even remember seeing a game. Well, like
0: you know how like Star Wars Friday just happened recently. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those kind of, kind of games where it was like, here's some theme on a game that's not fun. Sort of right. like Archer. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, one thing I noticed, I know this. When I woke up that morning, I made a point not to wear any black.
1: Yeah.
0: Because it's a horror convention, and I, I was like, I do not want to be just another black, you know, dressed person there. And sure enough, every person that was there was dressed head to toe in black clothing, weren't they?
1: Yeah, well, except for that guy except dressed for costumes. as hell boy. <laughs> I know oh my the, the drool
0: boy that, that <laughs> Angela, <laughs> Angela, and Nicole couldn't get over some some beefcake guy who, who had sprayed his entire body red,
2: bright red,
1: <laughs> and was
0: walking around, and sprayed on abs and sprayed on all this muscle definition and was walking around shirtless the whole time. It
1: was pretty, and every time these girls were
0: fluttering. <laughs>
1: It was funny, too, because I saw somebody that I'd known from working with several years back, and I was like, hey, how you doing? And we're chit-chatting, and all of a sudden, this guy walks by, and we're just like, stop, mid-sentence, both stare at him as he goes by. And she's like, he was at Comic-Con, too. He was Wolverine. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> now, so, anyhow, that was my <clears throat> real
0: moment. <laughs> now. Here's the cool thing. Yeah, we, we actually did buy a movie. We bought, bought some guys, you know, some indie filmmaker's movie that was, a I can't remember if it was called Ghost Story or something weird oh, like for that. for Pete's
1: sakes. Now what I have to it? go get it. You don't have to. I have to. Keep talking. <laughs>
0: okay. And uh, <clears throat> there were actually plenty of celebrities there Yeah. as well. And uh, there was the guy uh, from Alien who was the uh, android. I can't remember his name. There you go. I'm not going to say any actor names on here because I'm not I'm not some sort of actor expert. We bought uh, House of Ghosts, he is was, what it was called.
1: The android guy was also in Near Dark. Yeah, which is where I know him
0: mostly from. Yeah, Ash is plays Ash the android.
1: Yeah, and um, why I know Near Dark better than Aliens, I don't know. But
0: the guy Bill from Pax from Fright Night and The Princess Bride, he played Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride, was there. Uh, the kid who played the original young boy in the original child's play was there, except now he's grown up. Right. But he had pictures of himself in his, like, grown-up costume to be, like, one of the Chucky guys. But uh, the American Horror Stories latest uh, freak show uh, season, the, they had the pinhead girl there that is not a pinhead in real life. No. Um,
1: I don't think that's a proper term, but... What is it? I don't know. I'm sure there's something else. I
0: think it's pinhead. Uh, Candyman was there Candyman was there yep he was pretty cool the guy who played Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses and, he was
1: uh, super funny and, I liked uh, it.
0: Devil's Rejects was yeah. there yeah he was a weird one uh, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street was there.
1: And yet you didn't get a picture with <clears> her. <throat> I tried her. to
0: go to get in line. The line was really long. We thought we'd wait till it died down because it was still early in the convention. And when we tried to go back, they said she was, like, on some sort of medicine and was taking a break. And we'd have to come back later. And at that from point, like we hour. were already at this, like, okay, we've already done Kinda everything done. this convention couldn't have. You yeah, know?
1: so unfortunately, we didn't get <clears throat> Fred's picture with Nancy.
0: But the, I did get a picture with Eric Roberts. Now here's what's cool about Eric Roberts. Okay, right. this is why this picture is so cool, and and I may post this if people want to see it. But it doesn't matter. But uh, <clears throat> I have I, I was talking to some work crew like coworkers of mine while we were you know loading up some gear for from a show, and after they, we, we they, one of the people, one of the coworkers asked what my what movie made me cry, and I said why don't we take that a, a step further because there's not just one movie. I'm not completely you know heartless. Really? I said, why don't we take <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> the uh I said, why don't we take it a step further and say what what is the movie that you're most ashamed of that made you cry? And of course everybody was stunned by this, but I had mine prompted. I know exactly what movie it is. It's best of the best this Eric Roberts karate movie (laughs) and Eric Roberts in this movie, they they, there's like this United States team and they're going to go have a karate tournament against the Korean team and they know who they are and they know who they're going to fight. And they train specifically to try to beat this other counterpart, you know, that they're going to fight and they show up at this thing. And I mean, there's like, there's more story to it than that, but they show up at the big tournament and Eric Roberts during his fight could easily win the tournament for everybody. All he has to do is just hit this guy one more time, but the guy is like blood dripping down his face, just barely standing there, and they force him back up on his feet, and he's just going to hit a guy who's really just defeated and sitting there, you know, yeah. and he won't do it, and he loses the tournament for the United States, and then comes up the the awards ceremony. And then you see that the, they give the medals to the Korean guys, and the guy who's like face is all bruised up and jacked up hobbles across the across the awards platform and takes his medal off and puts it on Eric Roberts, and then the rest of the team does the same thing. And I'm 11 an year old me is in my basement going, "Oh my god, it's so god, it's so nice." <laughs> <laughs> so it's ridiculous. Here's what's funny is I told that story on a Friday. And we went to Crypticon on Saturday. I didn't even know Eric Roberts was going to be there. And I got a picture of me crying next to him smiling really big. (laughs) 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 So that made that Crypticon totally worth it to me.
1: By the way, that movie was uh, House of Ghosts yep. and in association with All for George Productions. It was really good. I loved yeah. it. I mean, it's it looks like an indie movie, but it's it's fun. It was schlocky and everything that a horror movie should be.
0: Well, if you guys have a horror convention in your area and you like horror movies, I can't I can't really, you know, say that there's anything bad with going to them. They're, they're, they're fun. They're pretty fun. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, just be just,
1: prepared to spend too much money. Yeah, and
0: be, be aware that you're going to hang out with the same crowd that hangs out at an OzFest. <laughs>
2: That's not bad
1: either. No,
0: it was fine. (laughs) And uh, so that that brings us up to our game that we played this week. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components, success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself.
1: The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice.
0: No one was murdered in the playing of this game. I must tell someone because the thing I've unleashed is coming and I know my time is short. Elder Signs is a horror themed dice game. In it, players take the role of an investigator searching a museum that is being invaded by a creature from beyond called an Ancient One. In order to stop the Ancient One, the players have to overcome challenges to earn Elder Signs, this magic symbol. And once they reach the certain number of goals, the goal number of signs, they send the Ancient One back to the Abyss. If they fail, humanity is doomed. Each investigator has their own stamina and willpower stats, two numbers that if they run out will stop you from, from doing your job. Starting gear, they have different starting gear, uh, different items that give temporary effects like adding more effective dice, and they have different abilities that give everyone ongoing effects like re-rolls or extra dice. Now after picking an Investigator, the player placed their Investigator token on the gift shop space. Now this space is kind of a safe house for the characters to heal, buy equipment, etc. Next, the exploration deck is mixed and several locations are drawn from it and placed on the table face up. These represent different places in the museum where the players can visit and attempt to stop the evil ancient one. Now the locations are where the action really happens. Each location has a brief description of the threat and a list of objectives to eliminate it. Each objective has a series of symbols an investigator must match by uh, rolling the eight dice in in your pool. Of course, this is easier said than done because the individual objectives can have multiple die faces to complete each one. And all all the faces must be rolled in one roll in order to complete it. Now, once the correct face is rolled, the die are placed on the location card. The rest of your dice are then picked up and and rolled to attempt to to match the next objective because only one objective can be completed at a time. To make it even tougher, every time you fail to complete an objective with your roll of your dice, you must reduce your die pool by one die before you can re-roll. Now, If you succeed in completing all the objectives at a location, you receive the success rewards shown at the bottom of a location. These can be spells, items, and even the coveted Elder Sign. If you fail, you pay for your folly with precious health and sanity, possibly ending your investigator's life. Don't worry, because as long as the Ancient One has not awoken, you can grab another investigator on your next turn. Maybe your knowledge will save this one. Wait, did you hear me right? The Ancient One can awake, forcing you to fight them directly in a final standoff? You see, the game centers around a four-spaced clock that advances each player turn. Each time the clock reaches midnight, the museum becomes more dangerous by adding monsters to locations and sometimes DOOM tokens to the Ancient One's track. The Doom Track is a finite number of tokens that an Ancient One must acquire before waking. The game comes with several different Ancient Ones, and each one wakes at different times, and each one has different ways that they change the gameplay. The Ancient One is awaking, and we have but the slightest chance to defeat it. We must try, because humanity doesn't know it's coming, and will fall if it arrives. Boom. How about that? Got through that one <laughs> without running out of time. <laughs> It's the
1: Fred Challenge. That's my first one
0: <laughs> in like five <laughs> games. I know I was about ready to take over. <clears throat> now, I, just up front, I want to say that we didn't just play Elder Sign. We played Elder Sign with an expansion that's brand new or new in the last probably six months or so. <clears throat> brand new. Uh, called relatively new. Well, I mean, new this year. Newish. Called, uh, <clears throat> it's called Gates of Ark or Streets of Arkham, isn't it? Or Gates of Arkham. I don't know. These dang Batman games get me confused. Is it Arkham City? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think it's Gates of Arkham.
1: Oh, for Pete's sake, I'm looking it up.
0: Okay, anyways, this changes the base game quite a bit. And in that locations are played now face down. There's a stack of each location in the town of Arkham and uh, the other worlds are accessed through certain locations because in the base game, an other world card can just open and you could just go to this other world space, which is like these plains or areas that exist in the Ancient Ones realm or wherever they are. And Gates. Gates of Arkham. And uh, <laughs> in this case, you have to actually go to another location, which sort of makes it so you, you go into the location, you go through the portal, when you come back, you have to deal with the location you're sort of forced to. Uh, right. <clears throat> so... I mean, the, there's nowhere else to start. We just need to start. Right? Okay. It says, Shattered Worlds, a gate opens. And uh, when the next one comes up, the next time the clock strikes midnight, each investigator must discard all of their trophies. So keep that in mind when you're wondering like kill to whether, to, whether to spend those points or not.
1: And how do you spend the points?
0: that's trophies. Uh, That's usually spent up here in this room. So, like, here in the streets of Arkham, you can spend two trophies to do one of the following and then move to an Arkham Adventure of your choice. You can flip face down, or a face down Arkham Adventure face up. You can discard one Arkham Adventure without a gate, monster, lock, die, or investigator, and replace it with a new one. Or you can regain one stamina and one sanity. That's, like, greatly Mm -hmm. reduced effects from the base game. And
1: it takes two? To tango. To do any of those things? Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Well, then this is a stupid card. Don't get all stupid card with me, Missy. What's your stupid card do?
1: It's a trophy with a value of three.
0: Wait, who's, played, who's first so, player?
1: So, we haven't played that game no, yet. No, we're not going
0: to play start player. We're going to play just our quick version of first no, player. No, we're
1: going to play start player. No! Come on!
0: Ow!
1: Ah, oh, you're mean. Well, so, are there, like, trophy tokens?
0: No, you collect monsters like and the monsters uh, are usually okay, trophies. So if and the spaces. if
1: I, to spend two,
0: monsters are trophies and so are the spaces, so are the cards. Right,
1: right. But I've got three, so how do I spend the extra one?
0: Well, I don't know. You'll, you can get one trophy and then spend the two, but if you spend that card, it's spent.
1: And I only get two out of it. So why is it worth three? That's stupid.
0: You just relax. well, it's not always. Yeah, it's scurvy always... dog. That's so what this is. Scurvy dog. This is just a single little she g- is. gray cyclops looking ball who says that's an interesting choice of words on a boat. How many folks spend a night at sea not on a boat? Unless their boat sank or unless or they're fish people or maybe they're undead pirates. <laughs> Whoever has most recently been on a boat? The player who has spent the most nights at sea on a boat is the star before. player. I have not spent a single night a night on a boat? Yeah, yes.
1: no. Mm-mm. Nope, none of us. Try again. Thank you.
0: This one says uh, Cocoa Bean. Or chocolate Bean, I don't care. Cocoa Bean. Here we go. If anyone gets chocolate milk or any other beverage within 20 feet of the gaming table I will kill them dead. <laughs> Why chocolate milk? I don't get it. The player who has re- most recently drank chocolate milk is the start player. I have no idea what the oh last time I drank chocolate milk was. Next. If it was the horse l- who most recently drank scotch, it would be me. Here we go. <laughs> take three. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, I can't do that one. We just did that one.
3: Oh, for Pete's sakes.
0: Okay. You should, you should take from the front and put it in the bag. Yeah. You know. Curly. This is this is the cartoon. All I can say is, Ooh. Surely you're not going to interpret this card that way. I refuse to be the one who determines the win- winner. The player who has the curliest hair is the start player. I do not have curly hair.
1: None of us do. This
3: is insanity. Even you know when I have hair, I know it's not curly.
0: Form stretcher Joey Chip, <laughs> Hector Chortes, Leo. Lunenschloss being German Rocks. <laughs> the player who has the most letters in their first and last names is the start player. Fifteen. Really? Six plus nine.
1: Whoa.
0: I have nine in my first name. In your nine, first name. <laughs> yeah. And seven. Seven in my second name, so I have sixteen letters.
1: I have six and seven,
3: so I have thirteen.
0: Okay. Right.
3: You I win. win. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm just <clears throat> just gonna put it out here.
1: We need to quit playing Star Player. Yeah, we,
0: we're gonna stop playing Star Player. <laughs> <laughs> last last night we actually went through it with Matt and Brianna and we were actually counting out all the cards that we thought were terrible. We just went card to card through the whole thing, and we went through probably of the 40 cards that come with There's it.
2: There's like 54 cards.
1: Is there? Yeah.
0: Well, there was 15 left in the stack when we I were know, done yeah. that we thought were universal and could potentially change on any given game. You know?
1: Well, I mean, well, everybody just like <clears throat> the youngest player starts. Well, that doesn't change unless you're <laughs> playing with different people. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to hit too many repeats, though, so... I think we've got, like, one more episode left of this of Start Player, then it's know. probably done.
0: I don't know. So... But anyways, uh, the game... Another difference in the Gates of Arkham is, uh, instead of having that center spot where I said that was, like, sort of a safe point, the, the hotel lobby, uh-huh. there's no lobby in this. It just it, They just make it so at any time you can do, like, you can spend uh, trophies, <coughs> which a trophy is, like, specifically when you... Uh, when you defeat a monster, you keep the monster card or the uh, encounter card, and Mm -hmm. it'll have a number listed on it that represents trophies. Right. And trophies do things like, you know, gain your life back or gain your sanity back or let you draw, like, you know, extra die cards or whatever, you know, whatever card stack you want. But Mm -hmm. one of the big differences in this as well is in the original just base box game, you could spend a certain number of trophies to actually buy Elder Signs. Well, they actually got – that was obviously something they, did, they thought was a mistake because there's like another expansion between these two where they had, they had already given you an updated lobby that removed that ability right. right off the bat. And that, of course, is not available in Gates of Arkham either. Right. So – and so, we don't have to go back to a, a base to do a healing kind of thing. Yeah. So that's, that is a big difference. What?
1: We should also point out, in <coughs> case you recognize the voice, we were also playing with
0: Daniel. Daniel. Yep, this is Daniel from the Terra Mystica episode.
1: Yes. So, playing Elder with us. Thank you, Daniel, for us. coming over to play with us again. Yep. Well, I think he just stayed to play with us that
0: Well, day. here's the good news. We've got <laughs> the start player, and it's now ready for the first turn, right? Yeah. Here we go. By the way, just so you know, Marie Lambeau uh, has witch blood, and once per roll during her turn, she may spend three trophies to choose one die and change its result to any other result on that die. Whoa. That's what you get for being jazzy Open Graves, I get a red card Red card
3: Overwhelming fear, unbidden Horrible memories of a life you did not live Consume you and you flee in terror From a past that is not your own (laughs) Return to the streets of Arkham And end your resolution phase
2: That is unbelievable (laughs) That is awful Your turn
3: is just done it's just like, no turn for Fred, sorry. Max,
0: that was the and worst It goes all the way to card. three? They better, they better get better yeah, than that. Oh, gosh. They Do the same thing. Let's watch that. you lose a turn also.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm Trish Scarborough and breaking the limits. When Trish fails to complete a task, she may lose one sanity and one stamina instead of setting aside a die.
2: Woo. Oh, jeez.
1: So... Fine, yeah, I'll try that same one. Is that me? Okay, I'll try the same one, so I have to do the
3: dot You're two ladies and the old drifter. Eh. Fighting old ones together.
1: Stolen strength. As you carve the ancient symbols upon your flesh, you feel your weariness fade, and a new strength overtake you. Only later do you learn at what cost your power came. Each other investigator loses (laughs) loses one sanity... And one stamina. You fully regain both st- sanity and stamina. Oh my
3: gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! And you get nothing.
1: Uh, I get nothing
3: because I'm at full. Because it's okay. Second turn. So, Fred and I just lost um, a fifth of our health. <laughs>
0: You're doing awesome. I know. I didn't get a turn, and then I still got hurt. I know. <laughs> it ramped up pretty quick, didn't it? Oh yeah. Now this. Uh, This is the first time we've played this expansion. It's the only time we've played this expansion. Which I'm I'm actually dying to get it back to the table again. Yes. Uh, Something else about Elder Sign is it is about a 90-minute game, so you do have to have, like, you know, a good portion of the evening to do it. I I mean, or otherwise I'd get it to the table more often. But, you know, in this case we got it here because we wanted to play a Halloween game. (laughs) But uh, this ramped up pretty quick, so we don't know how hard this is going to be or how easy it's going to be. Right. We've played the now just we play the original one quite a bit. Quite
1: a bit, yeah.
0: You know, probably it's at least while, ten though. times.
1: Well, I, then we get that <clears throat> iOS version, and
0: that one pales, though.
1: I know, but I play it more than the board
0: game. But so. you lose all the interaction. Anyways, we'll get to that later. But uh, so you roll, we mm-hmm. do a rule check, and it's now it's it's actually still your turn, Nicole.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna focus the scroll and re-roll the rest minus one, right? Right. Okay, so put the scroll on my face.
3: On your face. Your face is right there.
1: Well, on the on the thing. Oh,
3: well, does that matter? What's th- going on? Are isn't it on supposed to? I don't think it really matters. I thought it did because then you need to have other
1: people there, then you know where they're at. Oh. I don't know. Okay, that that's
0: makes how sense. we've done it. You put it on your own ship.
1: Okay. Right. I did that.
0: Okay. And that's then I
1: have it. to put one. I, I, I have to
3: lose a die. She throws one away.
1: And then roll, right?
3: Yeah, now you roll with okay. Alright, I still need tentacles, skull. I see tentacles, tentacle, I see skull. skull. Hey! I got it. You got it. Sweet. Look at that. Good job.
2: Woohoo!
3: Shaboing boing. Alright. So. Where's this guy go? Back home? Back, to, back I,
0: there, and that, that, I think, shuts down and becomes a trophy for her. Okay, so I get and the trophy, get and I get two... What's this guy doing here? And it represents, the trophy number is this number here in the by the title. That's how much it's yeah, worth.
1: Yeah, I got that. And then I get two guns, and right. we should have been able to kill a monster. Or What does that mean? A monster just doesn't come out?
0: Heck, if I know. That looks brand new. It's a, mon- it's a
3: not monster symbol, so yeah. I don't see it in this.
0: In the base one? Um, I don't know. Wait, here it is. Um remove a monster and return to the monster cup.
3: Dang. Good Good job. Oh, by the way, she she cost us each a health and a sanity. We're not going to talk about
0: that. While you were gone. What happened to my (laughs) character while I took the dog outside? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) See, that's what happens. Now, uh, something something we should mention (laughs) is that when you're... uh, yeah, our first win has actually almost cost us two investigators. But the uh, something we should mention is that when you're rolling these dice, you you do have to complete one row at a time. You mm-hmm. know, each of these little challenges are in a, you know, <clears throat> in a column is all the challenges and out out in the row is what symbols you need to roll, roll, you know, roll to get each row completed or each challenge completed. Now, something you can do just by being in there, you put your little token, your token is a little square token and it's the same size as a die. And when you roll these dice, you can take one of your die and put it on top of your token and save that die between rolls. Mm -hmm. That's the only kind of, like, help you get without playing some card or having an ability that gives you that. Right. Okay? So that's just something I didn't mention, that there is a way to keep saving it. So sometimes you'll hear us say, oh, wait, save that die. Or you can do that like that, and yeah. uh, you can also bank dies on spells. Most commonly will have an extra space for you to bank an additional die as well. Mm-hmm. They do not hold over between turns, though. No. As soon as your turn's over, you lose that die, and you have to re-roll them all next turn. Right. Okay? Now, Daniel is about to have his next turn, and I'm I hoping he turns this, this around for us. Do you think he's going to? I hope so. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> My turn. Uh-oh. This
3: at midnight a monster appears. So if I go here, does we just flip that card?
0: Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that what the? Yeah, and that, that should get rid of that midnight effect. Because in the oh, regular really?
3: one, isn't it just? These are just all face up, right? Yeah. Right. Oh no! If I get terror and don't succeed, that looks really hard. Blood mm-hmm. sacrifice.
0: Where's my Doom Track tokens?
3: The Hideous Altar was stained with blood and I found myself strangely compelled to add my own to the Thirsty (laughs) Stone. Nice. Alright. Alright, Duke. Time for you to help out. (laughs) Get set, boy. (laughs) Alright. I need a Terror. I need a Skull. Okay. So you got one. So I got one. I need a bunch
0: more okay, skulls. So you have to lock skull, those, skull. right? Yeah, those can those can be put on that to complete. Well, that that's first done because I succeeded yeah. that task, so and then you can done. re-roll without losing a die. All right, <clears throat> I have to hurt myself to succeed. Hold on. I know, what you need two skulls, which is like rolling two mm. sixes. Ah,
3: I got. An, oh, this is bad. I lose two stamina because I had two what? two terror. Oh man!
0: All Are you right, honest? and uh and then you have to lose a die lose a dice try again this is tough that was a really bad
3: one no no no. No terror so I just lose a dice one shot gotta roll a double six boxcars none I see a single whatever okay so I fail yep so
0: that happens yep you take a stamina and we get a spot on the doom track Ah, boo do you smell something cooking it smells like dice burn yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's awful. I know. Now, the game has barely started. we played three turns. You got one success, but we are
1: getting our... But my success our, still hurt you guys. Know, we're
0: getting totally kicked right now. It's unbelievable. But that's this... I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's a heavy-themed game.
1: Well, when you're fighting the forces of evil, yeah. they're tough.
0: Yeah, and, and it's a heavy-themed game, and I've, I've talked about this before. In this sort of genre of... or this specific type of horror, you are humans... You're not super humans, you're not a you know you know better than average humans. Mm-hmm. you're just humans. Mm-hmm. you have a specialty, but you're not amazing really
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and the monsters are supernatural they're yeah. they're beyond what you would expect, and they usually can take you down really easy, yeah, you know, and running straight into them and trying to deal with them is is psychotic, <clears throat> you know. <laughs>
1: But that's how I play games. I run in. That's right. Flying.
0: Now, my next turn is coming up, and a gate opens to another plane, Nicole.
3: Okay. Scroll. Still need a scroll. You didn't get it.
0: Okay, so I have to get rid of one. Come on, scroll. There it is. Scroll and boom, done. So this is complete. That is complete. She goes back to here now, I think, because she goes back through the portal. But I get, I get a spell, a gun, and we get an Elder Sign on, on Ithiqua. <clears throat> and what did it say about going back through? Closing a gate? Like, is this gone? <clears throat> is this just gone? When an investigator successfully resolves an Other world card with the gate marker, he closes that gate. When the gate is closed, you place a seal marker on the Arkham Adventure card with the matching gate marker. So one of these seal markers right here... <laughs> Goes right there. <laughs> no. And then, um. So. Seal markers prevent, then return both the matching gates to the, to the markers to the supply. Okay. But it doesn't tell me that I go back to the place. I should go to the place, though, shouldn't I?
1: Not necessarily. You came back out the other side of the seal. Or.
0: or. <laughs> you only want to
3: come out the one side of a seal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, this is what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> this is how you turn that game around, okay? Other world gates in this game, they're the highest risk but the highest reward. Right. So you have to go to those. Those—that's yeah. That's where almost all the elder signs in the game exist. Right. So you play this game and you're dying. Like you're looking at spaces on the board. And if you find one where an elder gate is going to open if you succeed, you go straight to it. 'Cause you need that other world gate because it gives you tons of stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: I got a sign, I got an extra item, you know, I got tons of stuff. It yeah. was it's such a good spot. So that's <clears throat> that's a pro tip for everybody for me. <clears throat> <laughs> well, Fred uh, now,
1: says goes. Now
0: here's the deal. Every four turns, as I said in the in the rules description, the midnight phase happens and this this just happens. So you can play eight players, that means midnight's gonna happen twice. You know, or or twice every time you go all the way through all the players. Mm-hmm. In this case, we're playing three, so all of us get to play. One of us gets to play two turns every time, or supposed to, uh, before midnight happens. And midnight is just about to happen right now. <laughs> Boom! Midnight. And at midnight, um, Uh-oh. the next time the clock strikes midnight, each investigator must discard all of their trophies. Which
1: sucks because I didn't get to use mine. <laughs> yeah,
0: so my stupid other dimension just gone. is gone.
1: Yeah, okay. and all my stuff is gone, and it was pointless because I couldn't have used it. Is just your the item card
0: gone? No, your item card's an item card. This is a trophy. That's not a. Trophy. I this mean, card it's
1: like... is a trophy with
0: a value of three. Oh my god, that's a trophy! Just discard it with the item cards over there. Okay, so the new one that comes out at midnight is the Ancient One stirs. You add two Doom tokens to the Doom track unless the investigators lose two Elder signs, which we cannot do. So two Doom tokens go is to the Doom track. So we get a monster. Yep. So Nicole draw a monster, and you get to place it on one of the monster spots, which there are none. Wait, there's one here, but this is this is a discard, that's right? A discard. Which we'll do a discard with this over here too. So, so you get a cultist. So there's nowhere for it to go. So you just have to pick a card that's face up and put it, under, or or face down and put it underneath it or on it, because <clears throat> there's no monster spot.
1: We add it so to...
0: It will go underneath whatever the track is, so putting on the green spot might be the best option. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. All right. <coughs> so now it's Nicole's turn. What's the second part of that card? Oh, the one that's going to happen here in four turns. The next time the clock strikes midnight, each investigator either gains either one unique item, common item, or spell. So we get something good after get. that. Hooray, hooray. So there you go that's a that's a midnight phase now, midnight cards have an effect that happens at midnight, and they tell you what's going to happen next midnight, but you'll also have a next midnight and an at midnight effect that go into effect after that first turn mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that'll happen every single round mm-hmm. in this case, this was just absolutely awful, yes lose elder signs more monsters that's, you never
1: want to lose elder signs
0: and and then of course yeah because elder signs are what end the game that's what you need
1: because mm-hmm. ultimately you
0: you're trying to get the elder signs to send this thing away mm-hmm. you know build up enough magic power that this this being can't break through but uh the doom track fills up instead which is which is terrible mm-hmm. two two doom tokens on the first turn is bad yes and and then getting almost killed on the first turn by just cards. Even like, yeah. worse. But guess what? There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Next midnight, we get some I items.
1: It. I can see it in the distance.
0: So lots really can happen at midnight. Really can. It can change everything about how the game's, you know, the next turn's playing.
1: Lots can happen. A lot. A lot, thank you. Oh,
0: you're right. That's <laughs> oh it. Oh, gosh. That's it. Timeout. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> now, Nicole, next turn, you actually use your flare gun to call Daniel away from the spot that was beating him up so bad. He loses, uh, he loses, he loses, loses sanity and moves the clock count twice after losing uh, towards midnight to make it come up even sooner. Or you do, and then Daniel takes his turn. Oh, it's the end of your turn, so click clock to nine o'clock. Yay! In midnight at the end of Daniel's turn. I <laughs> think okay, I got this. You See, she so she flared time. me
3: over, so we didn't have to resolve that other. Uh... So we don't Spiky have to do red that red card.
0: thing again? Now that
3: we... Right. Oh, because People you were, were there. Yeah. Right. She magic me then. Okay. <clears throat> well, we didn't have to use any cards because we didn't... Resolve. At the uh. start
0: of... No, it says at the start of an investigator's resolution phase, if you're an adventure with that event icon, you must draw one and resolve it before the adventure card. It just says at the start of your resolution phase. So okay. you have to draw another resolution one? phase happen? Uh, it's in the other book.
2: Hmm.
3: I think your turn consists of... It's uh, like right up for
0: movement, isn't it? Do, 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 do. There it is. Player,
3: player move. Either resolve... Okay, so I didn't have to move. Okay, so I didn't have to do it, because yeah. I'm going to resolve That's that now. That's stinky. Devil's bargain. It had been years <laughs> since you signed your name in that black <laughs> book. But now the time has come to honor your agreement. If you successfully yeah. resolve this adventure... What?! Add two Doom tokens to the Doom track. You're kidding. You you're really successful. If
1: you're successful, you suck. If you lose, do you suck. you really want to succeed?
3: Oh my boys. <laughs> You're going to lose. Do you want to succeed, boy? Mm-hmm. Tentacle. <laughs> Boom. Done. Next. Yeah, can't you do. Well, no, it's like that merry girl who can do more than one, isn't mm-hmm. it? Two. Done. A two. Thanks. And I get dumber. I'm, lose a... I'm almost dead dumb. Dead dumb.
2: Can't got to finish those beans? <laughs> skull.
3: Skull. A skull. Three. I right. just need
0: to be able to make three. Yeah, so I got, got it. All right, three. Alright, done. Yay. <laughs> so Woo-hoo. what happens now? Alright, two... we
3: resolve. We go here. Oh my god. Right. So we get
0: the good stuff. We
1: get the good stuff.
3: We get the good stuff. Alright, I get a clue. What? So, you don't have to deal with the devil? I get a skill card. Look at that. Persu- I'm now persuasive. I'm a persuasive drifter. I really need these beans. D- each, each time you draw an yeah. ally, draw two allies instead. Choose one to keep and discard the other. Oh. Discard it any time to draw an ally. I'm persuasive. Very nice. Alright. We also though? get a minion, and We also get a monster. Draw a monster, mm. <clears throat> do, 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 do. It is. Ooh, he locks. What is this? Wraith. He locks the. Yellow and red. Yellow and red. Uh.
0: I think he does it right now.
3: So yeah, I think he's so, alive, right?
0: Yeah, you put him down. Wherever you put him, he locks the red and yellow die. So we can't use those dice now.
3: Alright. Alright, now we get two Doom tokens because I made a deal with the devil. <laughs> cool. And I succeeded. And that means another monster comes out, Nicole. That was an alien dissection we just succeeded on. You.
1: We get another monster.
0: Yep. We get another, oh, monster another monster. On the doom token huh. track. Another monster just came out. Yeah. So monsters can come out at the end of failing encounters, sometimes succeeding encounters, oh, yeah. and when we the doom track passes certain devil. little chapter marks, then monsters come out as well. And yeah. monsters. What they do is they're they're an extra little chip. They're basically an extra objective that you have to add to a current location. And so it makes it one step harder. Now you have to allocate more dice and hit more symbols to finish this. Now some of those cards have like a little halo on them where you can add the monster in on top of another objective. So it's sort of like a wash, but... Well, except that monsters are usually harder than the original objective was. Sometimes, but sometimes it works out in your favor. Yeah, rarely. But if you can't find a little halo on the card, you have to fill up all the halos first on on the play area. If you can't find a halo, you have to put it below all the other ones, and it just becomes an additional one, and that makes it really awful. Yeah. And sometimes you have locations that have so many monsters on them, you're like, I will never go there. That's going to sit here and rot the rest of the game. Yep. Now, something else we mentioned was uh, there's yellow and red dice in this game. Most of the dice you roll your base roll of eight dice is white there's these white dice, and they have various symbols on them, you know, like these little magnifying glass or investigations and you know <clears throat> little tentacles are are you know horrors horror symbols or whatever and it's mm-hmm. i mean that they've got thematic pips on them basically, but the yellow die increases how much investigation you could have on it. And the red die actually even gives you a wild space on it that can eat, that can be any symbol you want. Mm-hmm. So both those are these upgraded die that you usually buy with your item cards and, and spell cards and stuff. will add those dice into your dice pool for a single challenge so you can have a better chance. And now a monster's come out that's just locked both those dice, which means we can't do anything to get those die until we destroy that monster.
2: Right.
0: And, of course, I will note that a deal with the devil has now resulted in us having four Doom Tokens... In two turns, not even two full turns. Now, the like Ithiqua, I think, only has like 11 or 12 hit points. I
1: think it was 12. So
0: if he gets to 12 Doom Tokens, we he awakens and we have to fight him. Yeah. So it's we're already like a third of the way there and we haven't even finished our second turn. And, of course, because of a speed-up effect during your turn, midnight happens right now. We get our items. We get a free Elder Sign during midnight. I start my turn by going to a diner. And now here I am at the diner, and the diner says, "What does it say?" I can't read it. So,
3: a warm meal. The only thing better than the creamy mashed potatoes was the slice of cherry pie for dessert. Mm -hmm. You have to do four investigation. There's no arrow. Okay, so no arrow. Four investigation, two investigation, two investigation, and forward time. Forward time on one of those twos. There we go. Four investigation.
0: That's not a problem. I can hit that. There's a two. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do four? <laughs> well, I can do this, and then I can bank one.
1: No, you can't on, on the success. You have to su-
0: you, c- you can't bank if you succeed. Oh, you're right. Okay. Um, I guess I do these two. I thought
1: you said you had something to get rid of a monster.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. But... After rolling, I can discard this. I'll come take come I'll take a uh, stamina damage and it'll kill the monster automatically.
1: We'll just do that.
0: Okay, so I'll do that. I'll kill the monster automatically. That's fine. Let's just get rid of it, just to make sure. This kills the monster, so it goes away.
1: Okay. Does it go uh, back but in the
0: bowl? then I do a two here and I've moved the clock forward.
1: Does it go back in the thing?
0: Yes. So then I roll again. This is like the easiest one I've done. Yeah. Oh
1: wait, weren't you supposed to get that monster?
0: Oh wow, I didn't roll anything.
1: <laughs> when you when you kill oh, yeah, the monster, yeah, was, you were. I was. Uh,
0: so I messed it up can't get two if you can believe it. Oh, shoot. Do you remember really who so he was? He was the wraith. He okay, so two. we got rid of that. And now it is... You heal. I get just a health and a sanity. Two health or, and sanity. Well, I can't get two health. All I get is a sanity back. The sanity clause.
3: You're gonna grunt <laughs> out of using that joke playing all these Cthulhu games. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> the old sanity clause joke. That joke is a Marx Brothers joke. In case everybody wants to know, it's from the movie A Day at the Races and it's it's a great bit. It's a great bit. He's trying he, like Chico Marx is selling books to someone and he keeps like selling all these books that have clauses in the back of them that means that you can only really use them if you have another book to reference in order to use that one book. And he, and by the time it's over, of course, some guy has like thirty books in his arms, and he's they're falling all over the place and stuff. And it's it's a good little old bit if you like that old kind of comedy. Right. It's which corny you comedy. Obviously oh do. my god!
2: I
1: love corn. I,
0: I love it so much. <laughs> but uh, you know, my turn actually goes pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I get rid of that wraith who locked up the die. Right. And it, it feels like it's going to stabilize.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, <clears throat> I use like the the item I an item I get that lets me take another turn. Uh, I go to the blood sacrifices space that hurt Daniel. That you had to pull him away from. I start and beat it, getting our second elder sign. Then you take a turn getting a blessed die. And a blessed die is, uh, it gives you some, other, it's another one of these better symbol die, but you get to keep it as long as, until you fail a mission. Mm-hmm. So it's actually really cool. Now, Midnight speeds up time two spaces where Daniel begins. We dump resources into his turn and then he still fails to roll the, uh, the results causing two more time for another midnight that causes a, a gate to open my next turn I earn us another elder sign midnight again causes mass sanity loss and uh, Nicole you go to another world remove a doom token and get another elder sign bringing us bringing us to this tragedy that happens right now
3: look how much I don't know. I can't do it because I'll die I cannot do it because I'll die what if, oh. if you succeed. If I yeah. do, I have to lose two health and a sanity. I'll be dead regardless. I don't think you can attempt it if you can't. So it? I just move there and then nothing happens? Didn't it say you can't attempt it if you Yeah, it die? says you can't do it if it's going to
0: kill you. Yeah, so you can't do, you it. Can't do it. I do think so. Does
1: that mean he fails?
0: I think you get the fail effect. So we'll get a monster and you'll lose a heart.
3: I'll die anyway.
0: I think you can always choose to fail. Like, you don't have to do... The thing. How? Do 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 do. My understanding. Well, it wouldn't
1: probably be in that book because in that book you could have never gone there in the first place. So it'd probably be in there because you have to flip them. Well, that's silly.
0: It is not.
1: Well.
3: I don't know. I don't know either. Well. If it's, I either take, well, okay, fine, regardless. I'll just spend my poor little sacrificial dog, and I won't do any of the bad things. Because <laughs> that's what he does. Aww. And since it doesn't look like I'm going to do anything, I'm going to discard my persuasive ability and get an ally for doing that. Oh. Huh? Karina Jones. When Karina Jones joins you, draw three skill cards. Choose one to place on her and discard the rest. You may use the chosen skill card as if
0: it was your own. Wow. She's pretty cool. See, that seemed like a tough choice. He had to get rid of his dog. Mm -hmm. Put himself, or put the dog in between himself and the damage. Mm -hmm. But he replaced it with a new friend, Karina Mm -hmm. Jones. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. So it's not that bad. Sure. (laughs) Poor dog. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, so my turn is next. I guess we'll just listen to see what happens. Okay. So if I go down there with you, I have to fight a monster and hit a skull, lose a hit point, do a terror in a skull, lose another hit point and a sanity. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I could probably survive that just barely, but if I fail it, there's a potential I die. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you give me plenty of chances to lock it all up. But it's not a very good payoff. There's no chance... I have chance. clues. Can I use my clues on your turn if I'm with you? No. Those are during your turn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to a different spot. I hate to say it. I'm bailing on you, Ashcan. <laughs> and I think I'm going to go up here to this uh, diner. My name's Ashcan. Uh, I do reg- I regain a stamina when I go here, which is nice. So I get one of these... Going to Velma's diner, diner, and I find the booth in the back. He sat there every night, waiting for some poor soul to make him a deal. Like Ash Can Pete. Did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, if I lose this, I'm dead. No, wow. I won't be. I, it, it does Well, look at this. I can get another Elder Sign, but I have to take a Doom Token at the same time, which would give hmm. us another monster. Hmm. Well, I'm going to try it. Here we go. All right, Devil... Come and talk to you. Here we go. Okay, so...
3: You get a three, but you also get a scroll. You, you, know, a you scroll. don't have a terror, but I'd rather go ahead
0: and just get the scroll out of the way down there. Let's just do that. That's one of them. Come on, Jazzinger. You ain't gonna take me today, Legba. <laughs> Oh, I, see I a, got this. This is good.
3: That is good. You got scroll. the tear in the scroll. All right, you just need. What is it? Three. three, three investigation. investigation. I see oh, zero. Oh, God, wow. what is that?
0: But, You're vexing me, devil. Stop it. Oh my god. No. Should I bank the? I'm I'm out. Unless I I can't you, roll a three you on. You can't, can't bank
1: I? it. Well, you can roll a three. Oh, this is insane. Do you have a? You don't have a? I don't have any more trophies?
0: You got nothing. This is insane. I got a roll oh, six.
1: Three?
2: Nope.
0: Fail. That's unbelievable. Oh, You're dead. No, I didn't, because I take four damage, and I have five Santa oh, right you now. you got one. <laughs> wow. You know, as much bad luck as as we've had, we've actually got through quite a bit of game here, and as much mm-hmm. bad luck as we had at the start, I'm still shocked that Daniel and I are still standing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've had to cash in some, some trophies to get hit points back. But uh you know it's just it's stunning that that we you know are actually still kind of hanging in there on this game and we all have are still have all of our original characters at this point
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know and we're probably Except for the dog yeah we're probably like over three quarters of the way through this game
2: yeah
0: which is amazing yeah I mean that it sounded bad to begin with <laughs> <laughs> but your turns up next Nicole yay and uh, what do I you, do? <laughs> well you get our uh, you get a fifth elder sign for us oh. But then then something else happens. Oh. Are you ready for this? Brace yourself. Brace. Is... Midnight. Ah oh, boo. Uh, each adventurer without an event icon gains an event icon today. So everybody has to do an event during this day. What do you mean? What? What's an event? That's one of these like red the red dots dot oh. Yeah. Uh, common ground investigators may immediately trade unique and common items, clues, spells, allies and trophies among themselves. And then, of course, okay. uh, the next thing that's going to happen is another event icon for another day. So basically, everything we have is going to be event icons until it hits midnight again twice. Everything wow. is going to be event icons. All right. Free trading? Yeah. I'm going to
3: give you all my clues, because I'm probably going to die. What? And you Not have, the, me. Blessed dice. So you have oh, the blessed true. dice. Oh, <clears> true. <throat> and you're farther away from dying than Fred.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: All right, I have Wanderlust, so I get to flip a face-down Arkham Adventure card face up at the mm-hmm. start of my turn.
1: What does that one do? That yellow one? What does it say?
0: You spend three time and get an ally. I feel like a wow, jerk. That's lame. I just now realized that my unique item—I could have—I rolled a, a terror result, and I could have changed it to whatever I wanted on my turn. Wow, I'm You're such supposed a All right, with my Wanderlust. This. I'm going to flip this red You're one. Out of your mind. That looks tough. Okay. you cannot
3: use things. You cannot use well, you spells, items, or clues. Yeah, I don't have any. I have to roll three scrolls. But down you can though. use unique items. I don't yeah. have anything. I don't know why. Uh, you <laughs> can do this. Where a, am I? Oh, I'm over here. Where I will a die. Skill, if a I do spell the elder sign on that
1: one. Oh yeah, you can't do that one. I can't do that one, so, that that one. Do that one at all. So I, I have, have,
3: have to lose. One. It's So good. It's such a blaze of glory if you get that Go for one. it. You can do it. And if it's bad, <laughs> and if it's bad, I'll die. So at least I'll be dead. You won't. Oh, yeah,
0: you won't. I'll go insane. Do to do to do, do to do do do. Magic. Doo.
1: Got scroll, scroll, scroll. You gotta
0: do scroll, scroll, for investigation if you can. I don't. Ooh. I only have three investigations. Dang it. Alright.
1: Still the one, okay.
3: Uh, Lots of. You can bank one of right, those three. So bank that. Side. Kill that. You got to roll two scrolls. And you gotta do roll two scrolls. Oh, I can't do it. You can't no. do it.
1: Why? Why not? Wait. Because wait,
3: wait. I have to get. Did you, what was your ability? Yeah, you, you can.
1: You can roll two scrolls and a one, and you get it.
3: No, I have to have two scroll. I only have two dice.
1: What is that one right there? What is well? Right one? there on the card.
3: Oh, that's that's your third. That's die. your other die. Oh, you still really have the die. That. You're I was fine. Like that was in the...
1: It just went. No, you just rolled like a madman.
3: Well, I do do that. Oh gosh, nothing. That wasn't it. Right. Now you can't do it now you're Ashcan
0: yeah. dies from a hard life So a doom token goes on the doom track A new monster comes out, Nicole, Ashcan's dead You know, that's the first death of the game
1: mm-hmm. And he said doo-doo right and
0: before it <clears throat> I'd like to take this moment to remember Ashcan Pete And the way that he pushed his dog in between himself and the danger <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, Daniel dies And I mean, I want to point out That uh, Two things. One, this game really engages everyone, even on other people's turns. You're trying to help someone the whole time. You do not want them to have an error where they say during the midnight phase, oh, I'm stupid. I could have played this. I could have changed a tentacle to something else. Yeah. You don't want that. So you really are trying to help everyone, you know?
1: Except for you, apparently. (laughs) I don't
0: help anyone.
1: No, we weren't helping you. No,
0: that's fine. That's okay. You guys always want me to lose, even if it's a cooperative game.
2: No, that's not true. (laughs)
0: But uh, something else I need to point out is uh, – the second thing I need to point out is these event cards are unique to this expansion. This is a new kind of mechanic where where it adds on an additional, like, stipulation to whatever, you know, location you're going to that just further adds more story to what's going on. Right. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just another way they've made – they've expanded on it and made it a little more, you know, varied. Now, while Daniel is getting his new investigator, I'm going to take my turn, Okay. Should I stay and deal with the devil? I'm going to die. I don't want to die, but I need to get his stuff. The devil deal didn't seem that hard, and then I just got kind of screwed over. Devil deal? The one that I'm on. I don't even know where you're at. I'm doing the devil deal again. Okay. Okay, I got a terror. I'm going to do this three investigation first. That's what stopped me last time. Yeah. Um, here we go again. got a scroll and a terror.
1: Okay, so do that.
0: So you Now you just know, need I just a scroll. These. Actually, I just need a scroll or a tear and I can, I can beat this right now. Okay, I got a tear. I'm gonna use this right here to do you change wanna, it to a scroll.
1: Do you want to bank it instead? Hold on to it?
0: Oh, I guess dump I Dump a
1: die and then try and see if you get it natural right. without using that?
3: Genius. I wow. Check it out. Save my card.
1: Nicole has a brain.
3: Good job, brain.
1: <laughs> they don't call me the spy for nothing.
0: Oh my god, I'm the best spy I ever was. Um, so I need a, I need a doom token to put on the doom track. Why? And, and the elder sign as well, because that's how I get the seventh elder sign. <laughs> the deal with the devil again. <laughs> <clears throat> you like that one. Yeah, but you got to save me uh, a card that time. See, yeah, I did help yeah, you. Yeah, see, paying attention to other people's turns helps helps everyone. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like, and it doesn't come off as quarterbacking, really.
1: No, not in this one.
0: It seems like it's really just helping someone. Like, you'll say, oh, you don't want to use that yet. You can probably still make it this way. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, yeah, because there's a lot, there's kind there's of a lot to, lot to think about yeah, all at Yeah, there's a lot to
1: keep track of. Because
0: you're, you're throwing dice, but then you have, like, a bunch of different little options you have to try to, to help your die roll along. Should I add another red die now? Because I can re-roll it more, or should I wait until I absolutely need it and possibly mm-hmm. not use the card?
1: Well, because you can trade items and things, too, it's, <clears> it makes it a lot, you know, more yeah. helpful.
0: Yeah, but that, that's, that's case in point right there, that, that paying attention does help, and Nicole helped out a lot. Woo-hoo. Now, <laughs> Daniel joins back in with his new character, and this is what that sounds like.
3: Alright, coming on the board, Cleavage Thompson...
0: Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> what? <laughs> that poor girl's really leaning over far. I think that's her name.
3: Mandy. Sorry, Mandy Thompson. I, got I dist- really
1: thought you were serious. I got distracted.
3: I didn't read the whole name.
1: Oh, uh, I bet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. Five health, five <laughs> brains. Need more brains. Brains. Dose more.
1: Send more paramedics. <laughs>
3: movie's scary I love scary you've seen that movie though I know <laughs> alright I'm gonna discard my Sheldon Finest I'm now a member of the Sheldon gang
1: nice
0: and I can't believe that Mandy is
3: a gangster yeah, she does the books <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and provides the distractions
3: I know
0: can you sign this check for
3: me? Where are you guys going to go? I'm going to go here to go to encounter here. That's what you yes. like to do. So I basically go here? Yes. What's okay. an at answer? midnight, one investigator at this oh, adventure no. is devoured.
0: You have to no. beat oh, my You're going to die. Oh, my goodness. You have to beat have it right, beat right beat now. Because you go to midnight at the end of your turn. Unbelievable. That's so hardcore. That's funny. <laughs>
3: It is the... the great temple. Oh, man. Our friend was bound to a blood-soaked altar about to be sacrificed <laughs> to some unnameable god. Alright. That is stunning. That's the Cleavage most... Cleavage Thompson comes in and is immediately going to be sacrificed. What does she to do? Once per day what? Once per day, after any player has rolled, Mandy may re-roll. Two dice before determining if the active player go. was able to complete a task. So once on your on your turn. Yeah, so I get, get to the... reroll two dice, so I get a little better, and I have uh-huh. a clue. I started with a
1: clue. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be good.
3: All right. So you need so lots of skulls. I got one. And you
1: need a terror.
3: And I need a terror. And you can reroll two if you want. All right, so I'll use my pat. Well, maybe I should use my clue first. Maybe I'll use my clue first. Okay. To reroll these.
0: And There's a, a skull. skull. Okay, got skulls. So you got Skull Skull Terror on that bottom one. Alright. Unfortunately. Okay. Successful. Now I have to roll double
3: sixes, but I got a couple rolls here. There's a There's skull. There's a skull. you. Okay. Well, I might as well use her power now. Yeah. And reroll these two. Skull.
1: Skull. Skull.
3: Nope. Nope. Now I bank
0: that And I lose that And I have to get a skull I can change your terror to a skull If you want with my tiki halo or... Well if you don't I'm going to die Okay so I'm going to do that Right now? Okay. You can yes. do it on somebody else's it turn It says you can do it on any investigator's turn that's So awesome. I do that but that's a unique item So I'm going to lose a stamina to do it But you just All became right. a skull So you passed awesome. that yeah, So I passed whatever And Ba-ba-ba. you, lose, but you and lose, I a, lose a health, a health Also yeah. And I think we do you. get an elder
3: sign, and what else? We get an elder sign, and I get an ally and a skill. a skill. And this is closed, so we get a. This is this is sealed.
1: Yeah. Nice.
3: She's there. All right, you got your elder sign. Yep, eight right. of eleven
0: so far. We need I three get an more ally. Oh, we got this. No, we do not. Yeah,
1: we got this. No, we do not. this it's just gonna hit midnight like right now. And
0: now look at that. It's, that's new to this game. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a space where someone could get devoured at midnight. That's so cool. (laughs) That
1: is pretty cool. (laughs) Hey, I do have to interrupt, though. Yeah? I do want to point out, for those of you playing at home, the movie I was talking about, hey, Pepper, (laughs) the Send More Paramedics, that line, that's Return of the Living Dead. And that ties into our what about that? Uh, Because (laughs) two of those guys from that movie were at Crypticon.
0: Yeah, the two people who worked in the morgue. Or no, they worked in. that. No. Bur- was it a morgue or was it like oh, it was a, it? was a medical. It was a. You need a medical house. supply. Yeah, medical supply house. Yeah. And it's it's a teenage guy that was a teenager then, and Freddy. an older man, and, and both those guys were there.
1: It, it was it was Bert that was there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Both those dudes were there. Yeah. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was very cool because that's like my all-time <clears throat> favorite horror flick. I don't know. Really, why. that's number one. I think so. Wow. I just always go back to it. There you Sorry, go. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No offense taken. <laughs> the, uh, now, midnight does happen, and it adds a monster, continues the pain, as we struggle through yet another turn to next midnight, when the Elder God Ithaca awakens, when his Doom track actually fills up. The Doom tokens become the number of times that we have to roll his damage formula on his card, and this is the final battle coming up right now. So it hits midnight, and um. if you can't discard a re-roll token, you take two stamina. Stamina. I'll be dead here in uh, next turn when it me comes. Too, yeah, it me too. Yeah, me
2: too. Oh no, not here we go.
0: It's sanity. No. Okay, so I did not roll right.
1: Yeah, yeah, you did. I didn't you? I rolled zero investigation. Um, sorry.
0: Two. I I got three. Three and that, that and that. Nope. No, you skull. You don't have skull. Stunning. Terror, no door, skull. This is terrible. Last shot. Last chance to be skull. There you go. pieces of crap. <laughs> <laughs> get one more shot at him before it hits midnight.
3: Doop a doop a doop. Not, not enough, enough
0: investigation. Right I know I'm being about to be one. Yep. Three yeah. investigation, a terror, and a skull. Terror skull. terror skull
1: investigation. It. Yep, got okay, it. There's one, and I can't do it again. So,
3: okay, six more to go. <laughs> i have the best chance of getting two, but I'm gonna die in a second. So, all right. Yeah, but what is it? Terror. Mm-hmm. Do I have any terror? No. Oh man. Okay, well I'll use my one power and I'll reroll two dice. I need a skull, right? Terror. Need terror. Need terror. There's Got one. one. Alright. I'll reroll these. Oh, Skull. I'll use her them. power and reroll these. Oh, Nope. Okay.
0: Got one. Okay. With all those rerolls. Oh, that was that was your turn. That was your turn. So now we're at 9 o'clock. Here we go. Okay. I didn't get it. I need a terror. Didn't get one. Discard. No terror, terror, no, terror skulls. no skulls. This is insane. probably nothing again. No terror. This is. I don't want that one. <laughs> what well, I don't nothing like, I that. don't like drop dice pickups. I know. You know. Didn't get it. No. So. And it hits midnight, and I die. I die.
1: I'm not quite dead yet. I lose two stamina, right?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I can't get it, though.
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> you got to hit five hit points of damage before it comes yeah. back to life. What do
1: I need? Well, I didn't get it. I, whatever I yeah.
3: I've never played this where the Elder the elder Bean woke up. Really? Yeah. You've
0: always beat it first? No. Or gave this up, one went so I fast. I, I, The first half was like, we're going to die in like three turns. Well, I've had them wake up and actually beat them. That's what's even weirder. That's nope. not the formula. You need three. I
1: know. So that's gone. So move it. so it's three o'clock. Come back here. Ah. Uh, No, okay, I
0: didn't get a skull. Can't believe it. And once the elder ones wake, wake up, you don't get replacement guys of course.
1: Yeah. Hey, I got that one.
0: Oh, you got Bear one. There's a
1: skull and... Three investigations. Yep, four to go. Woo! And I can't do it again, okay. so it moves. Six o'clock. <laughs> so if I can get it twice. What
3: do you can get it Twice, twice.
1: Oh, I can't get it because I'll die next time anyway. It's like. Yeah, I can't do it.
0: Tear, skull, terror, skull and three. Skulls, investigation. three. Got one. Got
3: That's it. One. Three to go. <laughs> nope.
0: Hey. Lost. One more
3: try. Let's just see how far oh, we got. Aw, man. You guys should have died early, because I had so many crazy re-rolls. That would have been better. Uh, no. Nope. She would have been awesome if she
0: could have just kept her re-rolls.
3: Yeah.
2: Well,
3: Terror skull right investigation. There. We ended up... Well, that was the lame thing. We ended up using all of them to it's kill her. It's midnight
0: them. and kills you. Oh. Looks
3: like a... Looks like a... Okay. Looks like a Wendigo.
0: It is. Yeah, most oh, well. Is? I tell oh, okay. no, tell me. Never mind. yep yeah, that's it. How cool is that? <laughs> that was the Gates of Arkham expansion. A whole new deck. This this is all brand new cards. New okay. New investigations. I thought that was cool. What? You're mad at this game.
1: No, 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 no. I'm mad I lost, but... Oh, I don't
0: care. Whatever. Okay, well, there's the big ending. We now, lost. Now, did you notice... That's not anything. This is... Everybody should should know that, that we played... It was about a ninety-minute game, Mm -hmm. and that last little bit was the game. Once he awakens, it's now. Yeah, you're going to go through the turns just very deliberately, trying to take him out
2: by direct attacks. (laughs) Well, we've
0: done it before.
2: Yeah,
0: but you're going to attack him via direct attacks. The game ramps up in difficulty, you know, quite a bit at that point. But there's not that many decisions you can make at that point. It's just were you ready or not. And a lot of these guys, there's even some of them that you just lose the game automatically. Mm-hmm. There's some of them where if you don't discard a clue token every turn, you're devoured automatically. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of like varying difficulties of these of these elder gods, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, uh, of course, we lost, and that's fine.
2: That's
1: I, fine. In, in my it's experience,
0: fine. you win this game. I'd say a little over half. The time.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, so let's talk about what you like about this game. What do you like?
1: I like the the dice rolling mechanic, that it's got all the the specialized pips on it, Mm -hmm. and that you're matching those up to complete certain trials. So... You know, if one looks too difficult, you can go for something that's a little easier looking. Yeah. Um, But if you've got some bonus dice, you can go for the harder stuff. I like that you're not pigeonholed into you have to do this method. In this one,
0: now let's talk about this one because the locations were face down.
1: Yeah,
0: that's true. <clears throat> in fact, the only indicator you had was a little color system. Wasn't it like a stoplight system, like a green, yellow, or red backs?
1: Yeah, but once they were flipped over, there were a couple times where yeah. we could try and opt to go help somebody. Yeah, once or... someone
0: had tried it, then you knew it was there. Yeah. You knew what was going on. Yeah. Uh, something that didn't else that didn't come up in this game is in this game, like Arkham Horror that it's based off of, you could actually join the Silver Twilight Lodge or, like, this gang... This gang of thugs or whatever that some mafia guy runs in town. Mm-hmm. And you could get these little membership cards that are included in this version of this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would allow you to defeat some challenges automatically. Mm-hmm. Just because you were a member of the Silver Twilight Lodge, which is like this this uh, you know club of mystics in town that's a secret club. If you were a member of those, then you would have the knowledge to defeat something like this automatically. Right. And that that was because in the game. It didn't it didn't like override the game with like all, all over the place. But a couple of times we actually saw those come up. Yeah, and we're jealous that we weren't really members. Although Daniel did become a member of the Thug Club, whatever it was, at yeah,
1: one time. But then <laughs> isn't that right before he died or
0: something? Uh, it was it was actually Mandy Thompson. Oh, towards the end of the game, and he never had an opportunity to use it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the uh, I I mean I like this is a thing I like the theme obviously.
2: Yeah.
0: Obviously I like I like H.P. Lovecraft. I've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. I like horror-themed games quite a bit. And this I think this version of this game really brings to life that Arkham Horror Light promise. Because that's what everyone said right off the bat. Now Arkham Horror for everybody listening is is and game designed by Richard Lanius and and done by Fantasy Flight as well. And it uh oh it's it's, it's like a 3-hour complex Three-hour complex game that you're going to be in the rule book all the time unless you mm-hmm. really know what you're doing, and uh, <clears throat> it's just I don't know. You you've got a map of, of locations and you're going around, you're fighting monster tokens and stuff. It's it's the predecessor, you know, to Eldritch Horror, mm-hmm. and Eldritch Horror I think is a much improved version of that mm-hmm. game. This is lighter than Eldritch Horror and lighter than Arkham. And Eldritch, even though Eldritch seemed like at first with the base set that it was going to take less time, it actually ended up taking just as long as Arkham now.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But uh, this is the promise of a shorter one, I think. And I think it offers a lot. I think this actually brought a lot of the flavors out, too. You know? Uh, The game is pretty complex, though. You're still going to do lots of rule checks. And uh, it manages itself pretty well. Sorry, I just kicked our dog, and uh, don't kick her. I didn't mean to. Son, baby. The, uh, but it, it it does manage itself pretty well on the cards of what you're supposed to do. What uh, what else do you like about it?
1: What do you like about it? Well, it's I like
0: also cool. that there's like really very light role play to it. You know, like you could you could make fun of the fact that he was ash can beat,
2: <laughs>
1: and you know That's you could kind of, it, it does yeah. it does
0: open the door though for you to have those little like you know character moments and stuff it's it's yeah. pretty light though and it allows you to have that
1: I like that each character has their own individual powers too yeah. so if you you can either choose to you know choose your characters blind or you can go ahead and say okay we really want to go after this guy with these specific powers and go ahead and choose your your character abilities at the beginning
0: yeah and, and that's the good news is that the, all those abilities help really you know lessen that dice burn feeling in this mm-hmm. game. Because it, it does, I mean, as a dice game, it does have that potential, you know, for for making you just feel ripped off, you mm-hmm. know, by bad luck. Uh, <clears throat> I think this has really expanded on the variety that there can be in the game.
1: Oh, having the expansion yeah. to it? Well, yeah,
2: expansion.
1: And I
0: think even in the base <laughs> game, there's a pretty decent variety of stuff. I think so, too. Different, all those different Elder Ones give you different stipulations. Like, they will be, like, different overriding global kind of effects. Mm-hmm. That happen during the game, based on who you choose and how hard they are to defeat, whether or not you can even win in a showdown with them. It, it's all it's, it varies up pretty good. All the different characters. I mean, you end up with a nice big matrix of options, and they all just kind of mix together. However, it turns up,
2: mm-hmm. and I think
0: I think it really does provide a good experience and a lot of gameplay out of that out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> on the on the expansion specifically, this adds the entire base game in. If you buy the base game and you buy the Gates of Arkham expansion, you have the entire you know game almost repeated again. The only thing it doesn't repeat is it doesn't add as many characters in as the first game, but it adds quite a few. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a thick stack of character cards at this point. I've got mm-hmm. a, a bunch of different Elder Gods, and I have two entire locations. One's the entire city of Arkham. The other one's the, as the museum
1: so not having been the one to open the expansion is it i mean it has to be an expansion it's not a standalone
0: it is not a standalone you okay. still need all the dice out of the base game oh, okay. and you so still need all the tokens that. that are in the base game and you still need all the equipment card that comes equipment cards that come from the base game but that entire encounter deck mm-hmm. and and like it adds a bunch of uh, other world decks gets mm-hmm. gets replaced okay <clears throat> plus it adds in the idea of portals on actual spaces rather than just somewhere in the museum and it adds those additional uh, event cards too, mm-hmm. to add more stipulations to individual encounters.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's really broadens what what's what's going on and in the adds narrative more
1: variety, but it also adds a lot more complexity. I think yes,
0: it raised the difficulty of the game to play mm-hmm. and the difficulty to beat the game mm-hmm. as well. I think because you know, especially when you talk about that original one where you could actually spend trophies and just buy. Elder Signs, you know, to, to now you've got stipulations, you've got gates mm-hmm. and spaces that you have to deal with and once you finish gates and all sorts I mean,
1: of We weren't finding Elder Signs either very often, it seemed.
0: It seemed, like they, it seemed like they did a lot of balancing and they've, I don't know, this is like almost like if you combine this as an expansion you're almost buying Elder Signs 2.0. Yeah. It almost feels like they nearly released a second version of the game and just decided expansion instead. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Now what don't you like about this game, Nicole?
1: <laughs> Pepper doesn't like how loud her collar is. No. Um I, I didn't feel like we had a chance from the beginning on this one. Really? Like I really didn't. I mean there yeah. were we were immediately getting beat up. Yeah. And I think that's a little hard to swallow. But at the same time I we did we did a little comeback. But since you can, you know, renew your characters, one passes out, then you just get a new character. Yeah. I mean it's not like you're totally out, but Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it felt like it was just going to be hard from the beginning. Yeah, and it's a little defeating right off the bat.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we had a lot hope. of doom tokens and a lot of lot of damage. Yeah, right it, off the it bat.
1: squashed our hope right at the beginning.
0: Yeah, I mean that that is that is something that's true. If you draw the wrong draw and roll the wrong dice in the first couple turns, you can find your entire group dead and having to start new characters already. Yeah. Uh, or the doom token, almost doom track, almost half done, and, and the game half over, and you didn't even get you to get do anything first turn, yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so occasionally it will sort of demolish you with the doom track for sure.
1: But if you're prepared for that, then not quite so bad.
0: Um, now one thing I will say is to me personally, I think this game still just overstays its welcome by maybe half an hour. Yeah. I still feel like what I'm getting out of it, it would be better if it was just an hour or maybe just a touch over.
1: I think part of that, though, was because we were playing with the expansion for the first time, we had yeah. to go back and do a couple rule checks. A
0: lot of rule checks. Um,
1: we had, you know, Daniel had to pick a new character, which he kind of did during your turn, so that yeah. part was okay. Yeah, that wasn't
0: that bad. So <clears throat> let's talk about how hard this is to teach to someone. Would you, how, would you play this, how hard would this be to play with a non-gamer?
1: It depends. If you're talking just a base game? Yes. I think it's probably a 3. Okay. I don't think it's that hard to teach the base game. Yeah. When you get into the expansion, I think it actually is hard enough it ramps up to a 5. Whoa. There's that much going on in addition to your base stuff. And if you haven't played the base game before, like we hadn't played yeah. it in quite a while. Yeah. So trying to remember everything that normally happens but then adding in this new stuff.
0: Yeah. I think it was I would say kind of <clears> complex. <throat> I would just I would just go with 4 all around. It's not the hardest game you could ever try to teach someone, but it's going to be nearly as hard as the hardest all around.
1: Just the base game?
0: Base game, either way, because there's there's a lot to keep track of and a lot of options and stuff. And even the three of us who have played this game still have to really track each other's turns a lot. I yeah, think we'll most miss of stuff.
1: that was because of the expansion.
0: <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just going to say four all around.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so what rating would you give this out of five? Four. Four? Four. That's what I'd give it to.
1: Yeah.
0: I think this is a solid game.
1: I think it's a really solid game. I, I think, really I enjoy the, playing it. I
0: think the theme comes through. I think there's plenty of options every turn to mm-hmm. figure, you know, to decide on and options, be it locations or cards to play or which dice to hold, which stuff to complete when. Mm-hmm. Because certain items, you know, like, for instance, investigation shows up on three sides of the dice, whereas the skull, the uh, the little tentacles, and the... Uh, what's, what's the other one? the <laughs> I can't remember the other symbol. Anyways, there's three symbols, like three unique symbols on one side mm-hmm. of the die. And then there's three investigation symbols on the other of mm-hmm. one, two, or three. So, you know, it might you might roll this, this you know, skull, but, you know, go, well, I can hit investigation later, so I'll just take the skull. Because that's like rolling one side of a six-sided die,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of options in there. You, you do have a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. There's just a ton to it, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I mean, honestly, with the expansion, it, it comes close to a five for me.
2: Mm, I'm
1: so no,
0: <clears throat> but I'm going to stick four because of the base game I'm going to have to include that because someone has to go through the base game to get to the expansion.
1: Yeah, I'd give it closer <clears throat> to a five with just the base game than with ending in the. I think the expansion oh. almost takes away. It almost makes oh. it. it puts it on that edge of being <coughs> too complex. To I'm where, the opposite. <laughs> well, you like that much complexity. Yeah, I, I, I like do. to be able to just play the game and have
0: fun. Yep. So that is Elder Sign. Uh, if you guys are interested in horror games where you throw dice and and discuss a cooperative kind of thing, where you discuss everybody's turns quite a bit, <laughs> and have a little light role play if you if you feel like it, then uh, that's the kind of game to get it. Yep. I'm telling you. Uh, so also recently we went on vacation, which means that we got to some game stores.
1: Hey guys, welcome back from vacation. Hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks.
0: So what did you do in Texas? Did you go to NASA?
1: Yeah, it was really cool. We found a small board game shop down the street afterwards. Okay, where else did you go?
0: You know what, we went to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah? How was that?
1: It was awesome. We found a great game store with plenty of stock and table space nearby.
0: Uh, We went to the Alamo. It felt really historic. Let me guess, there was a great game store?
1: There's no game store at the Alamo.
0: Here is a road store review. All right, so recently we got we went through Denver area, didn't we? Yes. Now, in the Denver area, we stopped by two, <laughs> two different game stores, didn't we?
1: Was it just two?
0: Just two. Wow. We came in late in the afternoon. We drove from Kansas City area to Denver, and we pulled in late. Now, we originally intended on going to this place called Time Well Spent Games, which is sort of like a miniature market or Cool Stuff, Inc. kind of website, Where they give like really deep discounts, but their storefront is not, you know, is like, well, at least speaking with miniature market in mind, is just like a warehouse lobby, Mm -hmm. you know. Well,
1: yeah, miniature (laughs) market
0: is. Yeah, but they have tons of games, and they're Uh all super deep discounts. However, because they don't actually have a game store, really, they don't keep game store hours. So they were closed. Miniature market does, but not,
1: but not time walls. Yeah, not time walls. Yeah,
0: and they were closed by like. Was it five or something?
1: Yeah, I think you could, like, if you had an order, you could call and make arrangements to pick it up. But we didn't have a good enough schedule of what time we were going to be there or any of that. Or, uh, you know, we weren't staying long. uh, So we weren't prepared to do, to wait to...
0: Yeah, Denver truly was just, on our, on our vacation, it was just a pass-through. Yeah. We were going to spend the night there and then continue the next morning. hmm So, <clears throat> we went to, first we went to South Central Denver, and we made it to a store called Enchanted Grounds.
1: Is that actually considered in Denver? I thought it was in one of the suburbs.
0: It's probably in a suburb, but it's the South side of South Central side of Denver, whatever suburb that is. Okay. And we went to a place called Enchanted Grounds, and this is named after the coffee they serve.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And... Uh, they had a pretty good supply of games.
1: Yeah, I was. They, I liked it. They
0: had both board games and miniature with about equal focus. Yeah, because I'd say nearly the back half was was just Warhammer and you know yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, Malifaux and etc. You know all these other miniature games, but the board games, uh, even though that it wasn't that deep of a collection. They seemed to have a lot of the newer, hotter they stuff that was the coming out. Stuff, yeah. You know, like I could see the Secret Wars expansion. I saw the Predator game, the the, uh, in, the legendary encounters, mm-hmm. and you know, quite a few other games like that. Uh, but and we actually bought a couple games.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We bought uh, Code Names,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> which we actually got to the table. We'll talk about in another upcoming episode. Uh, and we also got Tides of Time. Yes. And uh, this, uh,
1: both of which had been on my list of things to get yeah. you for your birthday, but they were coming out too late. I actually didn't even think that uh, Tides of Time was out until until into October, mm-hmm. and uh, this was mid September, and they yeah. had it on the shelf, so
0: we now, grabbed it. <laughs> with regards to these games, is we we visited probably five stores total on this vacation, and we only saw the Tides of Time there. I think mm-hmm. was the only place we saw it. And we only saw code names at one other store.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: they had a few tables. If you guys are looking to play live at them, one of them was playing Mansions of Madness, which I didn't. I struggled not to interrupt and talk to them about the game, <laughs> and I, I succeeded. <clears throat> uh, and I th- I'd say it's worth a stop if you're looking for some newer titles mm-hmm. that maybe aren't available online anymore. They seem to have a couple of them in there, and they might just kind of be like that secret place that you can get a couple games that they sell out online. You know, if you're desperate. Yeah. You need the new stuff.
2: But
1: then again, we've only been there once, so yeah. <laughs> it could have been just blind luck. Now the but it, other- was, it was a really nice uh, area, too. It felt yeah. really safe and, mm-hmm. and not like, you know, a second thought store in the cheapest area, which we run into that quite often. Right.
0: Now, the uh, other store we uh, visited was a place called Black and Reed.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be Black and Red. It's R-E-A-D. But I think it's supposed to be red. as and I read it because they had a lot of books.
0: Fine, black and red, whatever you want to call it. But anyways, they uh, we stopped by there, and uh, that one was on the north kind of west side of Denver, in northwest a
1: suburb of some sort. Which one? I think it was in Arvada. Or? Like
0: west by northwest. I, I don't. <laughs> I would say uh, this place was half of half the store was a record store, like for used <laughs> used records, right?
1: And books,
0: <clears throat> and books, uh-huh. and then the other half was books and board games,
1: uh-huh.
0: of which it was probably two thirds books, one third board games.
1: Yeah. Now. Uh, but it was a lot of board games. It was a
0: big selection. It
1: was a big and, selection. And There
0: were a lot of well-known games and a lot of not so well-known games.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he had quite a few that were up to date, and you could tell which ones were up to date because this this store had a pretty unique uh, inventorying system. Or organization to it. Because he would just place the new games on the floor in, in the middle pile. of the aisle. And those were the brand new games. Yep. Here's
1: a because stack. Don't, Grab Don't one.
0: bother with my shelves. Don't. I'm not going to make spots on my shelves. If you want this brand new game, which I know you do, just pick it up off the floor so I don't have to work as hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it might have been that way. Right? Yeah, it would kind of felt like that, yeah. Now,
0: <clears throat> there was, uh, it, it felt, I mean, honestly, shopping through this place felt a lot like a flea market.
1: Yeah, which
2: but
0: I love. That's kind of what it felt like, uh, and like I said, he did have some upda- like quite a, quite a few up to date games. Mm-hmm. There are no tables at this place, so no. don't show up here thinking you're going to play games and, and find other gamers to play with. It's no. not that kind of store.
2: Uh,
0: the one thing that's kind of cool about this place that surprised us is everything in the store had a price tag that was just sort of you know like a little it was like a little sticker tab that it was handwritten, and he had put some scotch tape over it. But underneath the price, he had written. What percent off it was going to be at the register?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So
0: he wrote MSRP on it, and then he wrote what percent off on it. And, and almost every game was fifteen or twenty percent off.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't know? remember seeing anything that. Well, there might have been like one or two that weren't, but yeah, it was it was <coughs> kind of fun. I like that store. it yeah, was one fun. I wish we'd had a little more time. We probably would, I would have liked to stay a little bit longer.
0: <clears throat> it's fun because it gives you that sense of discovery. Yes. Like, Oh, look what I found!
1: Ooh, here's a treasure! Yeah.
0: So if if you like that quest kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that—that's what this is. You like the search, as you know, to find something.
1: It's like his whole store was a little treasure box.
0: Yeah. It was it's really it's not fun. that it's not nothing is convenient about it. No, but there's it's no got convenience.
1: That... Nothing's going to be alphabetical, <clears throat> and I would venture to guess that there is yeah. no specific computer system that he's using that says, right. oh, I'm sure, we've got that in stock."
0: But it's got that buried treasure kind of feel.
1: Yeah, which is so much fun. Now,
0: I also bought a game from there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and
0: I've not played it yet. Uh, it's I bought the card game, and I'm going to screw this up. But it's the it's like one of these spiritual successors to Glory to Rome. It's a card game called Motani. Sure. Motenai? Motenai. Okay. Motenai. I don't Spell know. Spell it. M O T T A I N A I. There you go. Motenai. Motenai. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. But I bought that and it was uh, it was twenty percent off. Mm-hmm. Got that. And uh, after that we left there and that's the stores we saw in Denver recently.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now uh, we are getting close to the end of the episode, but we did get a couple of questions this week, Nicole. Well, Nicole, Jeff has written us again, and he's actually written us a few questions this week. Okay. Okay. Uh, And they're all related to digital sort of mediums and media and apps, you know, that kind of stuff in regards (laughs) to how it's used with board games.
1: We'll just read the questions. Okay.
0: Well, here's question number one. He asked, how significant a voice in tabletop board gaming do you think digital technology should have?
1: I don't think that much.
0: I don't think so either. In,
1: com- in combination, yeah. I don't think that much. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like looking for games that and finding out. Oh well, you need the app. Yeah. like you have to have the app to play this game.
0: Well, there's a couple of games out that that specifically have come out in the last year: XCOM, yeah. UFO Defense,
1: and that Alchemist. And Alchemists, uh-huh. and
0: even though Alchemists, now XCOM didn't give that good a review. It got kind of a hey, if you want to get stressed out and feel ripped off by a game, play this. And it's like I've got tons of games that do that already on yeah. my computer. But the uh, <laughs> what it does, the Alchemist one is, like, people have raved about it and actually said, like, really, really good things. And I'm, yeah. like, kind of going...
1: I uh, just... It, ma- it makes me want to shy away, though. I don't I don't,
0: know.
1: I don't know. I can... You know, I come from that... I'm old, but <laughs> there's that <laughs> age of computer games yeah. where I would buy a computer game and... By the time I got done wanting to play it, it's too old for my computer. like nothing's working anymore and yeah. I so I've kind of grown up in that era um, where things just kind of quit working over time. Uh-huh. I feel like that's that has the amount of time it takes for it to be outdated is exponentially smaller. like it takes uh-huh. like a day and a half before that stuff is outdated and not supported anymore yeah. So I that just makes me not want to Yeah, buy it feels it that like the much. game
0: has an expiration date.
1: Yeah, so it's like I almost feel like if I got it on clearance, okay, maybe, but, but then a ato- time then again by the time I get it on clearance, it's probably because it's got that expiration date. And maybe it doesn't. Maybe they're totally keeping up with these things because, you know, board gamers are they seem to be a much different type of person. Yeah. Um they're a little more dedicated to their craft, I think. It feels like it, you know. Um so maybe that's not going to be the case, but I just have a I have trust issues. Maybe <laughs> I I'd don't be, trust them to not. Maybe I'd be more go.
0: into it if it was like uh, in the same vein as like Atmosphere, except so it played videos and it could actually sense what parts are on what part of the board. Like I would be totally into like a Mansions of Madness game that uh-huh. sets that you just set a map tiles up on the board and it can sense spots and it can sense when you put a miniature in a certain spot and it gives you the clue and acts as the game master. Well,
1: maybe that I'd be what-
0: totally into that.
1: Yeah, but uh, I don't know.
0: Because that, that game's a drag trying to run and trying to set up. <laughs> so uh, the next question he has is Do you use any digital technology in your tabletop gaming?
1: We actually yes. do. <laughs> yes.
0: What do you but use? But it's Nicole?
1: support. It's support technology. Yeah. So, like uh, when we played Sentinels of the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. We used the app for that for scoring yeah. purposes, and it's immensely helpful because yeah. scoring in that game is kind of a chore, especially because Fred and I always play two characters each. Yeah. So there's a whole lot to keep track of. Mm-hmm. So for scoring purposes, it's, yeah. it's very helpful.
0: Uh, another thing we've used before is we've used uh, we've used digital tech for playing soundtracks for Escape. We never play the 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 C D. We play the oh, MP three on my C D player. Yeah, we play the MP three off my phone or iPad or whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, another thing we use is timers. Like we use the timer app for uh space cadets.
1: Yeah. So for accessories, I'm a little more into it. Well
0: see, I've gotten even farther than that. I used a program an app called DM DJ for music and ambiance during my Dungeons and Dragons campaign, which was just like a little sound press button kind of sound thing. Yeah. Uh, and I also used an on ro- online role playing site for quite a while called like Roll Twenty tr- dot com or something or dot net, and I used it to do for over a year to finish out my uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, I've actually done quite a bit with it. I don't say that any of those things, you know, for the most part, especially the the online platform is not a replacement for a table and people around the table. It yeah. just isn't. <laughs> he says. Uh, does it change the way that I play my analog games? Not really.
1: No, I mean we'd still we'd still play those games even yeah. if we didn't have and, those. And it doesn't
0: really change how I play the games. No. It tracks stuff maybe a little bit better for me. But I still would time stuff on the clock or t- with a sand timer or something just the same.
2: Yeah.
0: And, uh, I mean, in fact, we've played Escape with the sand timer, and it, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't quite as accurate. Not but not as it was, stressful. Yeah, it was close enough.
1: But nobody's really paying attention to the timer.
0: <coughs> so. And my Dungeons & Dragons game always felt like I was just playing Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. You know? Um, now, yes. asks, uh, also, his last question is, do we listen to music while we game? Or do you make music mixes specific to a game? Nicole doesn't really do anything with music.
1: I listen to it.
0: But if I put it on, (laughs) I do actually put it on. Sometimes uh, if it's a really long game, I will put on music just purely because, uh, you know, it helps kind of pass the time. Like, for instance, when we did uh, Fortune and Glory last time, I I have like the four CD set or four movie set of uh, soundtracks from Indiana Jones I played. But we don't Um,
1: don't do it for the podcast just because, you know, copyrights and things like that. We don't want to deal with that. That's like a whole...
0: Yeah, and I've put Lord of the Rings soundtracks on for other adventure games, you know. And uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes, I mean, and, and on occasion, if I'm playing a game that stresses me out... I'll actually put on, like, Pandora or something because it will actually calm me down during the game.
1: Yeah, we do that a lot during our 5 for 5 games. Like, after that first time of playing something, if yeah. Fred's getting too irritated, we have to play music the second time because he will just, ugh.
0: It gets worse. It'll he, just keep building if I don't.
1: I, Fred's not an angry person, but boy, oh, boy.
0: <laughs> but I can be. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, also, Jay has wrote us this week, and he asked, if you could live in any board game world for a day... Which one would you pick? He says, for me, I would have to say Arkham Horror. I know it seems weird, but to be in a place with all those monsters, (laughs) however spooky, in the 20s, has just a certain appeal to me.
1: Let me re-read that for you. It seems weird to want to be in a place with all those monsters. However... A spooky town in the twenties just has a certain appeal to me. Yeah. Sorry, you missed a word there.
0: He says, "Call me crazy." <laughs> He's curious to see if Fred picks "Touch of Evil." So no you- <laughs> way I would pick a touch of evil. <laughs> that sounds like a maniac. I wouldn't
1: pick Touch of Evil. No way. <clears throat> so what, what, no what way. would yours be? Well, it's not going to be Touch of Evil. What
0: setting would it be?
1: Well, this—I this, don't. This is almost kind of cheating. See, I'm
0: almost guessing that you're picking the same one I'm picking.
1: I can't even imagine that you would be picking this one. Okay, so what? let's say it at the same time. One, two, three. Last will. Disney Monopoly. Why
0: did you just... You just cheated. You <laughs> know not. that? If you say three and I wait till after three and you still <laughs> don't answer until I answer, that's cheating. <laughs> Cheater.
1: It's not the same game, though. <clears throat> that's
0: cheating. So why Disney Monopoly?
1: Because that's, that's Disney is awesome. I love Disney. Can you imagine living in... It was, because it's Disney, so it's not limited Monopoly, of course, I'm probably not going to be buying stuff, except I'm just going to go with the cartoon. So, you just want, you want to live
0: in a cartoon?
1: I just want to live in Disney World and Disneyland. <coughs> and That's
0: insane. I want to live in Last Will, where I can start by blowing tons of money on ridiculous things. You know? Well, However. You've only
1: got like 30 minutes to spend it all.
0: No, you don't. Not in real life. That game takes over 30 minutes, anyways.
1: Well, you've got a deadline. You've
0: got like. <laughs> no, you don't.
1: And if you lose. You don't get anything.
0: It doesn't promise you any money, I don't think, at the front anyways, does it? Does it actually promise you the bigger inheritance? It
1: says that you're going to, well, I don't know. The book does. Okay. So.
0: Still, I'd like to do that. I'd like to do the shopping spree.
1: (laughs) The shopping
0: spree. However, uh, if if you were asking me which world would be the most exciting, I mean, I would probably say, I'd I'd probably do like Fortune and Glory.
1: I thought about that one, but then I thought about ninjas hunting me and I don't want to dodge
0: that. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, because, you know, I like I, I like Eldritch Horror a lot, but it's so bleak. Yeah. Like, if all I'm doing is fighting Nazis, that's not as bad as fighting unnamed horrors. You know? Yeah. So, for excitement, I would say Fortune and Glory. For just me and, and my own, you know, mortal self, I would say Last Will. <laughs>
1: I also thought potentially about uh, Steam Park, but then I, would I have to be a robot? I don't want to be a robot.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, I got to tell you, Nicole. What are you telling me? That that is episode 18 of Talk About Board Games. Really? Now, we love that you have discovered us or stuck with us for more board game discussion. Now, if you have any comments about this production, you can feel free to email us at Fred at TalkAboutBoardGames.com or Nicole at TalkAboutBoardGames.com. You could also choose to like us on Facebook if you like us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you can review us on iTunes if you like us as well. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, and we uh, we also have a P.O. box now if you guys want to send us stuff.
1: Like postcards. Yeah. Or good wishes.
0: Yeah. Or it's, requests. It's, or it's, you it's, just
1: feel like writing a letter because I hear that the hipster <laughs> movement says letters are in now.
0: Well, that's fine because uh, <laughs> we have a P.O. box now and I'm going to give it out for the first time right now. Oh. It's P.O. box 6943. Lee's Summit, Missouri, and that's L-E-E-S space S-U-M-M-I-T, Mo. (laughs) The zip code is 64064. Okay. And uh, we will be back in a couple weeks with game two of our October Horror Series, playing the original version of the soon-to-be re-released game, Fury of Dracula. Now, Nicole is playing Dracula, so you all will get to finally hear her true nature which is evil.
1: <laughs> is that supposed to be funny, sir?
0: It's funny to me. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Coming on the board,
3: Cleavage Thompson. Ready to rock and roll. <laughs>